UFOs, Bigfoot, paranormal input. Go ahead now, get mystical. Mystery and magical. UFOs, not typical. Bigfoot, not typical. You ask me why I'm skeptical. I say questions are questionable. Is the truth alien to you? Alien to get my message through. Aliens might message you. Aliens are sliding through. The wild signal we're plotting to. Algorithms they find is true. Typical. Skeptic. Shut Got no time for no petty germs, pandemic, a pandemic turn, horror still in Amityville, Bayonet in Gettysburg, Mothman, TNT, Factory, Red Eyes, Loki, Dogman, Howling in the Street, I'm typically skeptic of what I see, Voodoo Hoodoo in New Orleans, Thunderbird, Swamp Thing, is it real, I was wondering, typical, skeptic, show, typical, skeptic, show. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Typical Skeptic Podcast. I have another fascinating couple guests with me today. I have with me back, uh, I have Nate with the Voices of Orion Project, or now it's the Planetarian Consciousness Project. And then I have with me Sovereign Key, otherwise known as Lada Leon. Um, Sovereign Key is, serves as a metacunetics, psychic counselor, forensics, anomalous profiler, spirit seer, and practitioner of spirit energetics. And her operating capacity is a quantum energy shifter works as a facilitator towards personal healing, utilizing both innate and learned abilities towards excavation of soul memories, created timelines, densities, and multiple dimensional realms of existence. Her inner, ever-evolving, lifelong abilities and additionally aided via more conventional means of learning through university studies in the fields of psychology, anthropology, archaeology, and environmental politics, which enhances the parapsychology excavation process. Universal spiral creation is the key to all experiences and all levels of creation. Herein, sovereignty shares the keys for female self-emancipation and one's verse in sovereignty and power. Wow, I love that. And uh, I want to welcome and Nate, if you want to introduce yourself, and, and thank you both for joining me today. Thank you very much. And uh, I'm a 48-year-old MyLab uh, victim. I have the, uh, the Hajian Contact E channel here on YouTube. I am probably the most shadow banned YouTuber on YouTube or social media. I'm also a pariah in the UFO cult community and the new age community. And um, <clears throat> I've been uh, basically blackballed for almost 15 years. And I do see some flashes on my screen. It's not lightning. I would suspect that our friends I see are it. Here. <laughs> so that's me. And uh, you can find me under the description of the video. I'll send Robert a link to that. Okay, so before we got into this, um, Lana, you explained some things that you wanted to get into that I thought were really important about the portals and people's the visitations. Can you get into that a little bit? I, I thought that was really important. Uh, yeah, we are. Um, at, the veils are thinning extremely as the magneto um, sphere is diminishing and it's uh, punctured, like a lot of areas are being punctured. What that means is on a dimensional level, the density is thinning. And so the magnetosphere, as it's thinning, the veils are thinning. So portals are really opening up like crazy everywhere. Things like CERN are exacerbating it because they're opening portals as well. So we've got like a big situation of a lot of these beings coming in that normally wouldn't be able to just walk in as easily as as it's happening it's it's opening up the whole dimension to a lot more interaction like we see different 
things going on with different periods of time. Like the 80s was really huge with abductions and the 90s. So we can see that there's like, there was a time where it was, you know, kind of stopping for a little while. And now we're seeing it return and go back up again. But yeah, more than... I, mm -hmm. I, I, I just want to say that I'm getting emails every day because I, I know that some people are saying that the negative contact stopped, and that's not true because I'm getting that... emails from people every day that are telling me they're having abduction experiences. There are people like I can I can feel their tears through their emails, and I don't oh, want yeah. I don't want people to you know I I'm I'm serious like this is yeah. like a very real situation. I mean like it's yeah. very real. I mean and it, it's it's kind of like you said it actually reminds me of like the whole David Jacobs Bud Hopkins era like when things were really starting to ramp up with the productions then but they didn't have technology to explain it then. We just no. have the internet we can talk about what's going on then. Right. And it's I find it really weird that we're getting uh, this information that oh all this is stopped. I I find that incredibly bizarre because no it hasn't it, it's the reverse. It's really ramping up. And, you know, people's abilities are actually getting stronger now because the energies are activating us and they're um, activating the dormant strands. Well, parts of them anyway. So whatever gifts you have, I think, are they're actually getting stronger with this all. So if you're a medium, you're going to now have a lot more experiences with um, and but that's also a lot more experiences with the ghosts and paranormal and all that stuff. Cause that's, uh, it's all coming out. Yeah, I would agree. Nate, do you want to riff on that? Yeah. Hopefully our friends will let me do it. <clears throat> I don't know if you saw yeah, that. I did. A while ago. I'm sorry. That was huge. Oh, you haven't seen anything. I actually had one where I was doing like a serpent dance like this. And I had like fish row at the top. It was like a red pink fluid with a bunch of like white little Kind of like uh, fish eggs at the top. Reminded me of like a fishing oh, trip God. I took with my uncle when I was a kid. We opened up a catfish. So. <laughs> wow. But, yeah, what she's referring to is what I refer to as the reduction <clears throat> of the AI transdimensional planetary consciousness simulation. I think I think there's a technological component to all, everything that she was describing. It has to do with the planet Saturn and a, a resonant frequency that's being emitted and the rings are actually like a, um, they act like a, a reflector dish. So you have ice rock and then there's some type of a, um, a reflective material that's being dispersed into the rings. And then that is what's actually locking us out from source and our, our sixth sense. And that's being reduced by the positive side. And they're also making inroads with waking a lot of us up who have things that we need to talk about. And that's where the Project IBIS scenario comes into. So uh, to not to steal the show, because I want everybody to talk, but Project IBIS is more or less a, uh, a psychic psyop where you have ETs masquerading as light beings and making this entire new age conspiracy or new age deception, as well as shaping the occult community's belief systems as well and this is the counter of the awakening and <clears throat> i had some memories surface just recently that confirmed this i wasn't even aware of project ibis until it happened there's um information out there already but that seems to be 
um, Project Ibis in name only, or it has something to do with it, but it isn't the full picture. So I'll just leave it there. And if you want to ask some questions or- I, I got a question. Where did this Project Ibis stem from? Is it a government? Is it obviously a government issue? project like like they know about it so they've they, they've termed it project ibis according to michael prince um who spoke on project um let's see project avalon and a few other places um this started in 1972 what i do know is is that this program has been going on a lot longer than that and i don't know if it incorporated the military in 1972 or they were involved in it well before that. But it's more or less, in a, in a sense, the name of it comes from the hijacking of Thoth. Thoth is a spiritual teacher entity, and this is a spiritual deception. So a lot of this stuff started after Eisenhower when they sat down and, and you know worked these agreements out for technology and so forth. But since then, the negative ETs have taken over the governments. They've taken over the military, and, and they've taken over... Um, essentially most people in, the, in this uh, disclosure community, because what we're dealing with essentially is they're turning disclosure into a religion where the focal point is the extraterrestrials again, just like it was in Egypt and Samaria and all the way back to the very beginning of it. Well, if you want to riff on that, I'll... I mean, this is psychic warfare, but it's also, it has a genetic basis for it as well. So there is augmentation that happens with this project. I think it's an, it's an alliance between umbrella projects and certain beings or a faction of them anyway. What do you think, well, Nate? Well, I can go back to my soul transference memory, which I now know the full context of. <clears throat> and um, I'm standing in a lab and I'm arguing with the uh, technician. And it's apparently, from my understanding, if you're if you're under the control of AI and you're in a military program as a hybrid, um, and you're an alternate of somebody that's in society, you're not going to be arguing with the technician. I was arguing with the technician before the soul fracturing procedure was done, which you know later became me, um, as to why I wasn't in a program that I wanted to be in as a teacher, and that was a spiritual teacher. I was supposed to be somebody who wrote a book who who um you know years later in life would be a social media influencer so that was a situation where i was i was in trouble for things that had happened with my other alters not the one that was in that situation but the one who was in the situation was starting to break free from the ai and that's what the arguing was inside the lab i didn't agree with what they were doing i had a completely different view of what was going to happen with the soul fragment and that wasn't going to happen. <clears throat> I also remembered somebody else who, were the, who had the same thing happen to them as well. And um, later on, when I broke the silver cords and I separated myself from the MyLab program, um, there was relentless attacks. But right before that, I was offered a position as a social media influencer. I was told by the Dracos that I wouldn't be shadow banned. Um, I wouldn't experience any of the things that were going on as long as I towed the party line and I spoke just like everybody else and I read the script. Mm -hmm. And uh, the other thing that happened is, is when I refused, they then they tried to kill me. 
And, uh, and that's why I broke the cords. I mean, that was kind of the last straw that was going to happen before, but they were trying to get me to stop. And what they said was, we'll restore your health. We'll give you 20 good years of life and you'll work for us. The interesting thing <clears throat> with that is, is, is that, um, I started naming names of social media influencers in the Starseed community. And they kept saying, yes, that person works for us. That person works for us and so on and so forth. And I said, well, do any of them know what the agenda is? And if, and if they're working for you and they said, no, we masquerade as, you know, um, you know, the light beings for the most part. So, but there was one individual who I won't speak of who is aware of it and is aware of the full agenda and is working for it. Just somebody that I had heard about. And um, it's not who probably most people think it is. It's not the guy filing the lawsuits right now. So um, it isn't him, but it's somebody else very, very prominent who's on the Ancient Alien show and has other, and is actually a multimillionaire. He's involved with uh, Jay-Z and the Hollywood Satanist. That's insane. Well, let's go back to this. Like how is both hijacked? That's interesting. Like, I, I mean, like, because it, it, I mean, because from what I understand, a lot of ancient texts can be manipulated. So you, it's hard to find out when you're reading ancient texts. You don't know what's right, what's wrong, what's been manipulated, what's what's a pure ancient text. Like, like they talk about the cuneiform text, but we're not really sure. Like, are they, are they being real with us as to what's translated? I'm not an Assyriologist, so I, I I don't know to be honest. But like, but Thoth goes back to Egypt. But if you trace him back even further, he goes back to Benchita who he was in Samaria. So where did this character get hijacked? It's interesting. And he goes back to Atlantis, actually. Yes, yes, yes. Mm -hmm. As if, if his father was Anki, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Nate? Um, as far as when it, when it was hijacked, I, I honestly think that it has to do with the military. I, I think that's when it was hijacked. And I had, um, back in the, at the end of 2019, um, I was given a lot of information by what I thought were, you know, nice ETs. It turned out to be a Draco military program. And um, I had uh, a psychic vision of a very large rock out in the middle. It looked like probably Nevada. And this was the um, rock that um, I can't think of the guy's name at the moment. Um, it, it was, he was the first person to channel the Ashtar command and this rock is like a, a huge rock and there's a ceremonial room that that's underneath of it. Um, I think it's, is it uh, James Van Tassel? I, I know the last name is Van Tassel. Does that ring a bell, Robert or Lotta? I, I don't know. I don't know. It doesn't, mm. doesn't ring a bell. I should have looked it up before I did this because I've, I've got like a mental block. It could be them. And I'm, I'm not even sure, but I was shown how they started the new age movement starting with the Ashtar Command stuff. And I was shown this big ceremonial rock near an airstrip. And I, and I actually saw a bunch of people who wanted to be contactees. And they were wearing um, hats made out of aluminum foil. And they had like funny outfits on. And they were trying to vector in some sort of a craft or, or have an ET experience. Mm -hmm. And I, I was shown how they engineered the entire New Age movement. But I was shown is, is that they were actually creating an awakening. I was shown the false awakening that's that's overriding the real awakening that's taking place, which is the reduction of the planetary consciousness simulation. So that goes back, I think, to what, the 50s or early 60s? <clears throat> like with George Adamski? Uh, he was actually in that, in the vision, but it wasn't the guy, it was, uh, I think it's George Van Tassel, I, th I think it is. 
but I'm not sure. But anyway, I was shown that how they how they engineered it from start to finish. So this was in the works right around that time. And I think it was a long-term sort of thing. But as far as the hijacking of Thoth, it's mainly, in my opinion, from what I'm talking about or you know what I've seen, it's mainly has to do with this military program. Now, if you go back and you look at all of this history, um, we're we're pretty much dealing with oh a planetary level LARP in a sense, um, an augmented reality where you know the ETs portray themselves as a god or, or as a series of gods in order to socially engineer and suppress our development. In other words, to use humanity as a soul form and a natural resource in a place to incarnate their own people here and engineer lifetimes for therapeutic experiences. That is something, something to do with the positive side and the negative side is also doing it. I got a question. I got a question. This. I, I'm sorry, Nate. I just have to say sure. this. Like if the ETs want to suppress our evolution, that would mean that we must be very powerful beings. Like people would say, like we must have some kind of real power in our psychic awareness or, whatever we it is that we can manifest beyond this whatever you you know planetary consciousness simulation is that true absolutely absolutely i mean we all have um psychic abilities that are natural and innate in us that's the way we're designed through you know the creator with which is what they're trying to replace they want to replace the creator with enki or some other god and there's been many many of them they're just the same it's a long line of characters to to separate us from uh, you know, the real creator and the real collective consciousness that makes us psychic and actually makes our reality. So it's essentially, you know, some negative entities or negative ETs that are stepping in the way and playing, you know, the role with us where, you know, we're the gods, you're the servants. And it's always been that way. If you look at theology, that's the ongoing theme since, the, you know, since the very start. A lot of the abductions are based on actually accessing and transferring the soul the and the consciousness. That is really the basis of the majority of the abductions, along with breeding hybrids, right? Yeah. So, you know, this whole uh, unlocking of the God codes, which I know in my personal experiences with abductions, I kept waking up during the abductions and I got to the point where I knew I had to pretend to stay out, like to stay asleep because when I would wake up, sometimes I would hear the conversations and, um, you know, depending on where I was waking up, I could be with, you know, what looked like human doctors and also there would be reptilian looking beings as well that were there. It was kind of a mix but the one theme that kept happening was them trying to find the God code and to hack it. And they just, you know, they were very frustrated because I think they are able very successfully to get parts of it, you know, AKA shards, if you will, but they can't really get the whole thing. So they're working with like, the best way to put it is like crystal shards, pieces of you, right? And they're using that for themselves because they, many of them, they're not created the way we're created. Prime creation has a soul and a spirit and is eternal, immortal, doesn't die, and has basically every code in 
the infinite verse inside you. So they don't have the same kind of soul template. And that's what they want. And they don't want to die. And they, you know, they want to find a way to keep going. And they're using us to do that. That's insane. So do you believe, do you agree with like Jacobs and like Dr. Jacobs work that they're like actually like walking among us that they're like embedded mm -hmm. in our society and stuff like that? Yeah, absolutely. Oh, absolutely. And at a much higher level than yep. he had described. And I, and what, what, what she's yep. saying is, is something that I've sensed and I've gotten it through a kind of like, I would say emotional concepts where it's not spoken words. But essentially, if you want a really simple way to look at what she just said, they're separated from God to the point where, they they need us in order you know to do their work for them they need us for warfare they need us to to fight for them they make us into a proxy army that's why they fracture our souls and they put it into clone hybrids <clears throat> and then they use us so they're using humanity and they're also using other extraterrestrial souls that are more advanced than human souls who are coming here to change things those are the ones they're really after because those are the ultimate warrior in their opinion. And as long as they can control your consciousness as a soul fragment, if you're one of those people, then it gives them an incredible ad advantage, you know, to their overall agenda. And there's an inception too, because many of them are finding that they could, they could use our biological templates with our crystal shards, if you will, the, the soul shards of consciousness to experience life in this human form. But it's really them. But what happens, there's like a, there's like a, uh, an osmosis that happens between that consciousness soul shard that comes from a prime being and themselves so they get all the memories of it and they use the body as well so they are walking around they're like i think there's a lot of them like a lot <clears throat> i think there's one that runs facebook too um was mark yeah. zuckerberg. mark zuckerberg <laughs> zuckerberg that's hilarious mark zuckbot <laughs> yeah that's it so let me ask you this there's a big this is a simple question but it's it's an important one so do you you, everybody talks about are they coming interdimensionally or are they coming interplanetary? Like, do you, would you guys think that this might be more like an interdimensional type war? Like that this is like something interdimensional? I think it's interdimensional and interplanetary. I think it's all here, really. I think there's all the dimensions here. I think accessing these places is different than the conception that NASA wants to give everyone, where you have to go out to a planet out there. I think that that is a psyop because I think it, it's dimensional and it's in here, it's all here and it's all connected to the as above, so below uh, realms, right? The above realm and the below realm. Yeah, I, I have a more simplistic way for people to understand that. Um, those of you who have tried to conceptualize what heaven is, okay, it's, you normally people conceptualize heaven as a very kind of fluid environment where it's not fully physical it's more spiritual in a, in a way the real true nature of our reality outside of the consciousness simulation is exactly that that's why we see things from a physical perspective that's why the scientific community that's why the government 
And that's why a lot of the new age community, to a certain degree, depending on what you're looking at, will con continuously reinforce that. Um, they, they would like to reinforce that there's higher entities in the new age movement. But on the other side, they want to narrow you down to five senses and to make you think it's like Star Trek, where you have to traverse a huge distance and, you know, you're going to go where no man has gone before. But in reality, you're going nowhere. You know, because the true reality is, is that what we perceive to be heaven is actually the true nature of the universe and our, our reality. And we're trapped in a simulation where everything feels solid and not fluid. Mm -hmm. so there you go. Even though it's not solid, really. Yeah, so it's just an illusion, essentially. Yeah. It's, all, it's all energy. And if mm -hmm. manipulated properly in the right conditions and not in the simulation, everybody could see that. Everybody would know that we'd have a completely different reality. We'd be connected to each other. We'd be also, you know, connected to God much, much more closely. It wouldn't be based on faith. Mm -hmm. It would be based on a continuous reality that we're experiencing. Mm -hmm. That's the problem here. That's but why it's people a, are losing it. Right. And the theater created the theater of reality, which is just a theater. It is a simulation. It is like an overlay over reality, actually. And everybody's trapped in this simulated theater, which is a projection that, you know, I believe the planetary bodies, if if you want to call them that, they're a machine creating it. So it, it all works together to create this. And and, and Earth Earth's kind of like the battleground. Yeah. One of many, sense, yeah. Right? One of many, yeah. Well, can you get into that? That's interesting. Like, but there's more. So I guess the astral realm would be another battleground, right? Or well, that's connected to us. So, you know, if you want to say in many ways, this would be, this would be a hell realm connected to all the astral realms in this simulation, in this takeover. And the reason why the lower astral realms were we're in those all the time, but they are a part of this. They are a part of this all, and that's a part of the trap system. So, but then you've got, you know, the perception of this realm is limited by the continents that, you know, when they put a globe in, in the classroom, they want you to think it's a globe and that that's the whole earth. If you look at the moon, the moon is a reflection. So it's a plasmic reflection of the earth or the realm of Terra, which I like to call it that, because you're seeing all of the other continents in this large crater. So you're going outside the walls, the ice walls, which are keeping us enclosed. So, you know, there are many the battle that is being waged here is also happening over there. It's, it's, it's like this concept of, Oh, Mars is over there and we got to take a spaceship, even though no spaceship has ever left this, this fear, because that's not how you get to those places. I truly believe that, you know, you go outside the walls of the, so the these ice walls and you're going to hit a lot of these so-called planets craters so, let me ask you this are you a believer in the secret space program then or what do you believe in that what do you feel about no that? i think i think that that's <laughs> oh i believe there's a secret space program but i don't believe it's how how they want you to believe it is i don't 
I don't, I think that they're like selling you a conception like NASA. Yeah. So that you are disconnected from being able to see through the veils of, of what the actual nature is of everything and you can't compute it. You're now locked into the theater. You're locked into the backdrop. The drama. You know? The drama, yeah, the drama yeah. that they want you to see is what right. you see. Like that guy who's suing everybody for the name of the secret right. program, he's telling you what it is, and then you're getting a conceptualization of what it is. So then yeah. you 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 believe that reality. So now that's and reality. you stop seeing. Yeah, you stop seeing. You stop thinking. You stop trying to figure out. Like a lot of my experiences with um, the projects, you know, because I have a lot of memory of. Um, actually having to travel to these locations right for these missions and and my experience is always that you know years ago I used to think well what is it with that because I'm going into a white tube that looks kind of like an underground train system but really really advanced sophisticated right and we're entering it but we're traveling underground and it's through this at like hyperspeeds that we're able to reach these locations like Mars and and all these other places that they want you to think are planets out there. And I I started thinking, well, you know what? We're going underground here. We're traveling through this kind of train underground to get to these locations. This is not out there. You know, and I do think that a lot of experiences of, you know, some of the memories are downloaded into people to give them the feeling that they're traveling in something and going out to space. That that idea of space is not what I believe it is. And that's where I think they're lying to people. So the secret space program, you know, makes you automatically assume that you're flying out to planets, but you're not. You're going within. You're going. You're going within. within. Yeah. So, do you believe in like the flat, like more of a flat Earth theory, or do you know think that we can't even conceptualize what the shape of the Earth is because we don't know, and we're not being told yeah. the truth by NASA? So, how would we ever know? Right. Like, I do believe that's closer to the truth, but I also believe that the more that you Let's say that your frequency enhances and you're going to be able to perceive more of what is reality. So for now, maybe like the perception level and consciousness level can only perceive like, let's say, a flat earth. But in reality, it may be a humongous tree connected to another tree, which are the two realms as above, so below, right? Is it round? No, I don't think it's round. Are there Taurus fields that create the illusion of this you know round shape for sure there's torus fields it's all energy but is it like a large massive land mass that is more like a massive crater probably so you, you think, know that would might might be closer to it do you think that they they get us to argue about the shape of the bit like whether it's flat i or do round? i do because so so it's another way for us to yeah, separate right. yeah Absolutely. Like what's going on with the disclosure? Like, there's people on different sides disclosure right. thing, and that's getting us to argue as well. Yeah, and I don't to... think right, and I don't think at the end of the day that's that's what matters really. You know, that's just another right, another uh, misdirection. But you know, when you, the movie Dark City, I don't know if you guys saw that. I, I didn't see it. No. Hey, um, well, 
Dark City is a really good one to watch because I remember seeing that and I was like, wow, this place is closer to that than anything else. And, you know, at the end, it's basically this like this kind of I mean, in the movie anyway, it's a square mass that is just suspended because they tell you, OK, the Earth is moving. It's constantly rotating. It's not. This whole thing is a machine. OK, so we're not moving everything like the sun or what we call the sun. It's all like a machine moving. I mean, this is like. It's pretty incredible when you think about it. The nature of reality. It's its not what we think it is. It certainly has been augmented by these incredible like technologies that come from these forces that are ancient. You know? Um, what is the moon? What is, like, why is it that we're given the perception to believe that the universe is what it is and it's always out there it's never in here like they really don't want you going in here yeah that's unique you want to riff on that well i just want to congratulate the two of you because your screens are flickering too <laughs> <clears throat> so yeah she's obviously probably touching on something that i want to talk about now i was just sitting here you know listening to what she was saying and i was um taking it all in and I was comparing it and contrasting it with say, you know, some of these celebrity scientists like Neil deGrasse uh, Tyson, for example, and, you know, some of the other people. And when you listen to their theories, which are supposed to be, you know, the gospel for all of us to listen to, they're not much different than what, you know, Lauda is saying in the sense that um, it all sounds far-fetched to the layman because, what she's saying is it's more consciousness based and she's throwing out concepts within that. Uh, I guess you call it the construct of consciousness or what it, you know, what the true nature is. And then you listen to the more physical scientific minded people who want you to believe that it, it's very, very physical, but at the same time, the universe has a shape to it and they want to define it that way. And it's always something in the three dimensional realm that they're defining it as. Mm hmm. And then they go ahead and they throw out equations and math and they just confuse everybody. But, um, you know, if anybody is to, you know, to criticize her for what she just said, it makes them a hypocrite. I think I'm not necessarily on board with everything she says because I don't understand it. <laughs> you know, I don't have those experiences yet to say, okay, I know exactly what she's saying, but I take everything as a possibility. And I know that it has to do with consciousness. So what what is the real shape of it i don't think it has one i think it's more fluid and i think that everything that she has said from her perspective is probably accurate but at the same time you may see it a slightly different way depends on how brainwashed you are and how close you are to the truth so i'm not going to dispute anything and there's things that i can say okay that does resonate but at the same time i'm still looking for answers as well and um and I think when you get somebody that says, okay, this is exactly the way it is, and anybody that criticizes me needs to be shadow banned and shut up, then you've got somebody that has an agenda, and then you've got a liar. And uh, those are the people you need to avoid. Um, mm -hmm. so I think there's some truth to all of this. It's just how we perceive it. And, how, and it's right. also incredibly difficult to describe it. She has to use terms that we can understand from what things that she's experienced. And you have to have something to compare it to. You got to, okay, it, you know, it, okay, if it's round, it looks like a sphere. I mean, you know, yeah. that's, that's the way I, I would see this. 
what do you, what do you think the moon is? Do you think it's like a reincarnation trap, or do you think that's another psyop? Uh, well, I look at the moon and I see an absolute perfect one hundred percent reflection of this realm, with the continents and everything, with the continents outside of the ice walls. It's all there. This is a mere reflection. So what is there that is causing the mirror reflection? What is what is it actually that it's reflecting back to us what we actually look like in that in on that level? Is it really a moon? There's, is it there's a part something weird about it? I'm sorry, it, I, I have to tell you this. I, I gotta get your opinion on this. Like be, be, did you ever notice that people act real kooky and crazy when the moon's full? It's not a it's not a it's not a myth. Yeah. It's it, people act insane. Yeah. I saw a guy banging his head off a lettuce bin at Walmart one day during a full moon. I've seen people do crazy, weird things. Like, I'm just giving examples. I've seen some really weird stuff. Like, it seems like people act differently. They act more uh, mm -hmm. uh, standoffish. Uh, you know what I'm trying to say? Or we we used to we used to track this, like in forensics at the jail where I worked for many years because it was so obvious that as soon as there was a full moon, you know, the escalation and behaviors were insane. And you could literally track it on a calendar. What do you think that is? Do you think that's the energy that gives off? Well, I think it is giving off an energy. Okay. And so my question is, is like I say, what is the moon? Is it, is it some kind of technology that is a part of how everything is being imprisoned here, you know, in energy, in mind, consciousness, the whole bit. Like, you know, this is not, to me, this is not a body who is functioning in a benevolent, necessarily benevolent way. Like, there is something to this. And to me, it, it is some kind of machinery now technology, a technology. it's technology yeah and, and, it, and it's, it imposes its energy on us yeah. like yeah somehow right? and so why why is it also mirroring perfectly like a an image of this realm back to us that and it's the only part that we ever see is the same part we can't see anything different right they say the dark side of the moon yeah well you know, we only ever get that one image. We only ever get that one projection back to us. I got a question for you on this. What are your thoughts on people like certain contactees who, excuse me, who said that they've seen like bases and stuff on the moon and that they're drilling on the moon? Do you think that's possible? Yeah, I think again, right? Like it's all this consciousness stuff. Like, is it the moon or is it something else? Like, yeah, I do. I do believe there is a lot of bases in these places, but where is it really? And is it the moon? And and really, where is the moon? Yeah, from what, what we're seeing, because we're being shown something. Which, right. You know, I've had this guy Miles on my show. He's really good. He goes by Miles Moon Bases. He was taking photographs of the moon. Um, he was saying that the moon's kind of like a hologram. Mm -hmm. I believe that. Because, well, I mean, look at it. If it's a hologram, that hologram's showing us our reflection. And I mean, I had an experience when I was a teenager that I was taken to this so-called place and I was shown military bases. And I was told we weren't allowed to go any closer because it would be like immediate death.
And, you know, I mean, I was like 14. That's insane. Mm -hmm. I have something that I wanted to mention. Um, Have you heard, have you, have you read the book um, from Ingo Swan? I'm I'm trying to think of the name of it. It's a penetration. It sounds like a porn, but actually it's just a book called Penetration, but it's um Ingo's say Ingo Swan wrote this book and he has a CIA mentor who assigns him various things to remote view. One of the things that I remember reading about was um a guy that had passed away and he was his soul was uh, was exiting and was on the way to the moon and when he tried to pursue it there was this loudspeaker this voice saying you have to stay away and then it got louder and louder and louder until he was actually experiencing uh you know something i guess either made it made him have a headache or was hurting his ears so he had to turn around and go back the moon is whatever whatever it is as far as energetically speaking that may be a whole different you know thing altogether than what we perceive it to be i don't know but the way it was explained to me through all this contact that i've had and so forth is that it's um a place where the ETs use as, as like an operation center. It's also for soul recycling. And it also uh, um, adds the four seasons. So it's actually a terraforming device as well. And then you have mm-hmm. a, a large amount of metal that's that's under the surface that they've detected, which apparently is a gravitational propulsion system or something to do with the internal infrastructure of it. So it's a hollowed out planetoid that's being used for all of these purposes. And it's being used to create and actually maintain this simulation systems. You have a resident frequency creating an augmented reality and you have other things that modulate it. So there's technology on the moon and there may be some technology on Mars as well and other other satellites around the sun. But um, yeah, that's that would be the physical 3D version of what it is from, you know, from what I understand. And that's and, why there's interest. That's why there's stuff on the moon. That's why there's things there. Well, the whole, I mean, when I, when I was taken there to be shown it, I mean, number one, I was 14. Number two, I, you know, this is not an experience that you're going to even, it's not going to be on your radar, right? When it happens, it's like, what? Well, the bases were massive. Like we're talking, and we're not just talking human, we're talking many different kinds of beings this what i witnessed was like an entire you could even say civilization of these bases hey that's insane i okay i want the last topic i have to discuss that and i made if you have any more you can bring them up but i wanted to ask Lada about um targeted individuals and psychic attacks like because you you that seems like that would be in your field and like do you get a lot of people that have oh, yeah. suffered from these things? And uh, because I know that Nate's had problems with it. I know I've had problems with it. I know my girlfriend or my ex, whatever she is now, she's had issues with it. Um, it seems like it's happened to me before podcasts. Um, seriously, like, you know, and I don't want people to think I'm crazy. Like, it's just something that I really want to know about because like, I'm trying to understand it all. I have a girl, I have a friend, I have a friend. Who, this is really sad. I have a friend who's in the hospital right now. And she says that she gets bothered by beings every day. Right? And I think she's a targeted individual. Like, yeah. People think that she just has like a mental health problem. But like, you yeah. know what I mean? So where do you stand on that kind of stuff? Many end up in hospital from, you know, I mean, I've seen many who 
unfortunately, there is no real help in the professional side of things to give them what they need or even to validate that their experiences are coming from something real. So they're made out to be crazy and they're put on antipsychotics, which is, you know, I mean, it's really quite terrible. I've seen many who have had voice to skull uh, yeah. communication. You know, I even, when I was young, I had braces and um, I realized pretty much from the beginning that my dentist only went there, opened the clinic. Basically he's, he worked for the black projects and he was there as a dentist to keep those of us in the projects in that neighborhood, basically um, to, to put things in us. Okay. And to just want, yeah. And, and to monitor and, you know, there were experiences that I had after seeing him where um, he had put some device in in my teeth where I could literally hear like a radio station conversations like it oh my was God. it was the weirdest thing ever. And I, you know, no, I, that, I called him on it. And as soon as I called him on it and I said, I know you're with the projects. I mean, I'm like a kid, right? I'm 14. And the next thing I know, within 24 hours, his clinic was gone. It was like he was never there. Oh my you God. know, so I mean, and that's on the technology side, but, you know, they can use frequencies, targeted frequencies. They can use people who are psychic assassins and psychic, you know, infiltrators. Uh, there's many ways to utilize you depending on. And to attack you, depending on what you have as well. If you're a medium, you're going to pick up the energy very easily. They can make you feel sick. Some beings are really good at projecting you to feel sick. Look, we've got different kinds of Bigfoot even, that if or Sasquatch, whatever you want to call them, that if you get too close to them and they don't want you, they can, they can project it so that you feel you get sick to your stomach and you have to leave the area. So, you know there's they know about so many ways to attack the frequency field because we are made of frequencies everything here is a frequency so the illusion is you have a body and it separates you from the idea that you are comprised of all these frequencies so you're going to be sensitive to any of them rife technology was great at creating um frequencies to determine what would heal and what would not heal you what would cause you damage you know which of course they confiscated his stuff and and then i think he died after but you know so it's it's a frequency war do you think a lot of the right frequencies that they have on the internet are kind of like um manipulated or do you think those could be beneficial i i would assume that as soon as they're on the internet they're manipulated <laughs> you know wow. i would i wouldn't trust it yeah. I, I, I wouldn't trust anything that's connected to the internet and this like this dirty um, kind of open way of uh, I, I think it, it's it I think demonic principalities can access it. I think entities can access it um, like a lot of stuff can access it. So if you want rife, I would make sure it's not connected to any, you know, online stuff. Yeah. So let me ask you this. Is there a way to fight or not fight back? Is there a way to kind of clear our energy field so we mm -hmm. don't experience targeted attack? 
there's lots of ways. There's lots of things that you have to learn, but you have to, you have to first learn that a lot of how your brain has been programmed to perceive reality is what they want you to perceive. So you become susceptible. You know, they also access you on astral levels in the real in the real dream realms as well, because, you know, in essence, if they look for an agreement of any kind too, they don't care if you're asleep while they, while you give it or that you're all in an altered state. So, you know, it's, there's many things to change this. It does take work because you are interfacing with what they're creating around you all the time. And you have to learn not to interface with it. So, you know, but it's a deep rabbit hole. You have to go into your whole life story to figure out the points that they entered and, and how they got in and what it is that's engaging you in that theater. Right. What, what power over you do they have? Like, you know, a lot of these people that I found in hospitals who had, you know, who were receiving um, voice to skull communications and they were being tormented, they were way too open psychically, you know, and they had no way to protect themselves because they were just wide open. So they ended up really suffering. Well, here's what I understand. Like, how can they do that? Where they can, like, is that like a, an AI program that they're running on someone's brain? Because mm -hmm. these people get these, they get tormented all day by yep. this stuff, you know? Yep. So it's like, that's insanity. Yep. It's the de yep. very definition of insanity. Right. So you got to learn your energy. You got to learn to differentiate and discern between what isn't your energy. You have to learn how to feel out what is a frequency artificial energy versus like let's say an entity driven one i mean i know reptilians love using technology to to get you to weaken you too so you know a person can look like a human but not be a human at all they're actually a reptilian and they're utilizing this technology that you can't see with your physical eyes but it's real so it it's like such a deep rabbit hole it really is. Nate, did you want yeah. to riff on that? Yeah, the scary thing is, <clears throat> from what I found, from my own personal experiences, is that the U.S. military and other militaries and the military-industrial complex and the elites have access to this technology. It's being shared by the negative ETs that are controlling this world. I, I mean, I've, I've had interactions with psychic super soldiers and, you know, reptilians from White Sands. I've, I've had medical co-intel pro experiences. I've been made sick multiple times with fatal illnesses. I had autonomic nervous system failure that they induced in me in 2019. I've had seven spine surgeries. My spine problem started at age seven. I've had seven sinus surgeries. I mean, seven, I guess, is my unlucky number. Um, and then just recently... I had a pretty long-term psychic attack. It was almost, it was over a week and a half where I had two ETs show up or what may, they may have, I think they're AI and they tricked me and got in between me and my higher self and perpetuated a hoax where I was supposed to be working for them to expose project Ibis. And um, they were making all these demands and they were saying things that were repetitively said to me when I had the problems with the Dracos before so I started to see clues in their language and what they were saying, and they did not have real personalities is what I concluded about halfway through, at which point I became very suspicious. 
And that, and as a result, what they did to me is they blocked me up pretty good. And right now I'm still trying to get it out. Um, the first thing that happened that I noticed before I told them to get lost was that they put something in me to alter my mood saying, you're very angry at us and so on and so forth. And, and I just suddenly felt better. Well, anytime that somebody puts anything in you against your will, it, they're no good. Mm-hmm. That's the tactics that they used on me. And uh, I mean, I, I've been through an endless 48 year struggle with this crap. And the, the interesting thing is, 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 you know, when I talk to somebody who, who works with other people, you know, like myself, everything I say, they've already heard before. It's like, they're just going down the list, like a textbook. It's like, okay, we're going to check this off and that mm-hmm. off. Hey, okay. You've got all of them. I believe you. And look, there it is again. You see that? Yeah. That's wow. insanity. That's the shit that I was seeing, but it was slightly different. Yeah, that's the latest thing. And and I'm not doing that, by the way. I, I have I no idea how to do that. But that is actually being done psychically because a friend of mine had issues. He determined that it, they were doing it psychically. It wasn't the NSA pulling that off. Yeah. Yeah, it, yeah, I believe it. Yeah, I mean, they could do that on signal or anything that's encrypted. They could still get into it. So people who think, oh, if I just use this or that browser or, or I use this service or that service, it's military encrypted. They they hear everything that goes on and they can see it and they can mm-hmm. see it in the past and they can project it into the future and see what may be said. So there's so anybody that's worried about the government hearing something, I mean, maybe if you're doing something superficial, you know, like, like yeah. you're you're selling weed to somebody on eBay or something. Yeah. Then you'd have something to worry about. But I mean, other than that, as far as this other stuff's concerned, they know what you're doing. And um, I mean, I, I had a super soldier basically pick my life apart from my childhood and, and, you know, say all these things. And I'm like, look, I wouldn't have done half of that if it wasn't for what you've done to me. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, yeah, I, I've been through it all and um, I'm still here, reluctantly here. But at the same time, I mean, this is real. And I interviewed in a college class, I interviewed a woman suffering from schizophrenia. And it was uh, Intro to Human Services. And we had to do a project where we went to three different places and we did interviews. I went to a nursing home that a friend of mine worked at. And this woman, I sat there with her for about a half hour. And we just talked about regular everyday stuff. So some at some point or another, she'd mentioned like an hallucination she had, but she thought it was real. When I got finished with her, I was physically exhausted and I was mentally exhausted. My energy was completely drained. And I told my professor this and she said, we don't know what causes that, but sometimes that happens with people suffering from schizophrenia and other mental illnesses that, you know, like that. There was some kind of AI attachment feeding off of that woman that then attached to me as well. And that's what that is. There is an entire AI system that's been built and been perfected that makes this a spiritual prison. It keeps us locked in. It locks us to our five senses. It literally tortures us and it, it feeds off human suffering. And I never believed this before until the end of August when all of this stuff happened to me and I woke up and realized what was going on. Everything that we hear, there's a bit of truth in it. And one of the greatest ways to deceive people, and the intelligence agencies do it, the news media does it, the government does it, and the ETs do it, is when you mix truth with lies. And one of the things that I wanted to mention is when you hear people channel information, 
and it resonates with you and in portions of it are false, the reason that they're doing this is because if they gave you a completely false information, it wouldn't resonate. But if they pick things, like say, for example, a lot of people can sense now that there's going to be a shift coming. You know, things are going to turn around at the worst possible time. And uh, we're just about there. We're, we're, we're experiencing a planet-wide genocide with pharmaceuticals, for one, and many, many other things. We're on the verge of World War III. So if, if you are channeling information and you want to deceive a large population of people listening, what you would do is you would give them some hits. You would say, yes, things are going to stop. All the bad ETs are going to go away and all the abductions are going to stop. All the torture is going to stop. Everything's going to be great. And guess what? It's already happened. They're already gone. And people are like, I knew it. I knew it. Great. But then you keep getting emails. I keep getting attacked. Lada keeps working with people who are getting attacked. This is how they fool you because they know that there's certain things that you that we can sense because the simulation is, is how she described it as thinning or weakening that they're going to give you information and that where you have these intuitive hits and then they're going to fill the rest of it full of BS and they're going to mislead you. Mm -hmm. That gets us that gets us to fight amongst ourselves. That's why we can't agree. That's why everybody gets a different story, but it's very similar. And then they tell people like they lied to me and told me, this is an intuitive exercise. Go out and look at all of it and pick and choose what you want. Identify what it is that, that resonates with you and incorporate it into your belief system. Well, what about all the other BS? That's just there to help you use your intuition. That's the biggest lie ever. <laughs> and it's so obvious. And, and I fell for it. And there's plenty of other people who are, who are falling for it right now. And like she said, there's screen memories, the SSP yeah. stuff. There is a lot of false screen memories. Another thing that they do too, is if you have a complete total fraud, somebody that looks and says, I can make money at this. Naturally, they're not going to be shadow banned because the government knows who they are. They know what they're up to. So do the ET. So if they create an entire fictional story and they have extraterrestrial forces and they give them names, they name their planets, and they created, and I mean, these people really should be in science fiction instead of the um, instead of this movement because they're corrupting it. But what they do is they will take all of that into consideration. They'll say, okay, well, there's now a lot of people that are believing in the and say like this um, monkey reptilian race, like a hybrid chimp, uh, you know, reptoid or something like that. It's going to save the earth or whatever. Maybe maybe they're the bad guys, and we'll have to. You know, there's a cat race or something else. And they'll take these fictional entities that don't exist that somebody made up. And then the AI will start reproducing these experiences in other people. So that's when it starts to get really confusing. Because then when you say, well, this person's running a cult and they've got all this stuff going on, it's so obvious. And people will say, well, look over here. You've got all these people having experiences with the same beings, the same names, the same appearance. How do you explain it? It must be true. Then you have researchers who are completely controlled by the AI who will look at this and say, that's validation. Or if I have two or more contactees that are channeling the same information, then it must be true. I think some people here will know who I'm talking about who's fallen for this one. And <clears throat> he's a mainstream researcher. Um, he's very exopolitical. And 
prior to me waking up, I had asked, should I contact this person as part of my supposed fictional social media, um, you know, project for the supposed, um, you know, you know, for the good side it was really evil entities that were behind this. And I was told that this individual is um, part of a very special program and I shouldn't contact him because this is the first time that they've gotten contactees to be taken seriously by a researcher and they bridge that gap and they're going to work with it. And I'm supposed to be doing something else. This is, this is how you enslave a population while well, they've already done that, but this is how you maintain the slavery. As, as long as you can control their consciousness and their belief system, you can control them. That's the key to the government controlling the population, create an augmented reality and keep programming it. Programming it to match the variables that pop up, you know, through the experience. And that's exactly what they're doing. So they're creating a false reality for us. This is, they're creating a false awakening. And it's going to be difficult for people to get through this. And I just have to say, there's a lot of predictions that are made for 2024. You got the return of Enki. You've got the solar flash that's been predicted for 12, uh, 2012. I think it was even... There was some variation of it. I think it was a cosmic flash predicted prior to that. Then you had it set for 20 um, for 2012. Now it's 2024, and that's based on manuscripts that no longer exist. And you know, there's a, um, a galactic historian that's involved with that. And um, so we have all this confusion, and we have people that um, are essentially lost and fighting with each other. Now, <clears throat> I want to say one last thing about the AI. There's fake AI source experiences, people that connect with source and have these profound experiences where they can access the Akashic records and they can access this or that <clears throat> and source has an effect on them. Well, the real source experience, the real God experience is a transformative experience. It doesn't inflate your ego. Somebody who's having these profound experiences periodically is not going to go out and do everything that they do strictly motivated, you know, uh, because they want to be famous or they want to make money. It just doesn't work that way. You can literally tell if you really are tuned in who the people are that aren't talking to source or God, they're talking to AI because it, it um, exacerbates or inflates or expands upon all of their negative traits. It makes them into people that they wouldn't like their self if they weren't mind controlled. So that's what I wanted to say about that. And, and until we reconnect with God, <clears throat> excuse me, we're not going to get through this entire AI system. We're not going to get past it. We're not going to be able to see, see it for what it is. Absolutely. I have something else to add. Two things with what you, you said, Nate. Yeah. The other thing that I find um, is let's just say people like us, okay? When we go and try and connect with someone who might be an insider that could give us more information about the projects, give us more information about the stuff that, that other people seem to be able to access, you know, we get absolute nothing. So there is a monitoring system, I believe, that steps in and stops the flow of information. I've had very weird experiences with people who supposedly do this kind of thing. And as soon as they connect with me, 
I get nothing or, or they have like some catastrophe that happens right at the time that we're supposed to connect. And I see this pattern repeated. So there's, they're able to stop a lot of confirmation and validation and a lot of extra information or, or the people that we could connect with to give us more. The other thing is, I know I had, um, I went to the eye doctor and when you were talking about the surveillance and how it's everywhere, but it's also in us. So it, you know, oftentimes it's in our eyes, it's implants that they put that allow them to monitor through how we perceive everything. And I know that the one time I had uh, an exam, they found one of these implants in my left eye and it freaked them right out. The next thing I knew, uh, they actually told me to leave and that um, eye doctor would never see me again. And then I had a really hard time getting eye exams because it seemed like they all knew, <clears throat> you know, and that, that's just one example. Yeah. I had, yeah. I had a similar issue like that when I had the autonomic nervous system failure, I would go into the doctor's office. I'd wait two months to see a neurologist. They'd walk in, I'd tell them the symptoms. They'd say, I can't help you. And they'd walk right out and wouldn't even give me advice as to who to see next. You know, I had to go right. to the administrator of Johns Hopkins and beg and say, I've been through everybody and I can't get any help from your hospital or the University of Maryland. And they finally put me into a testing center appointment, which took 10 months to get through. But, but um, yeah, I've, I've, I've had those experiences. And I've also had the other type of experiences where, you know, when I tried to go public back in 2008 and continuing, you know, it was a long struggle. I had to literally make a spectacle of myself on social media to get anybody to take me seriously is that, you know, when you contact somebody, um, they interfere with them. They, yeah. they put negative thoughts into their head. They'll give them emotions towards you that aren't, that, that have no, they're, they're just not logical. They're not normal because they've never, they don't know you. They don't, they haven't met you. Right. They run people off. And I think I just had another experience like that just not too long ago. I had somebody approach me um, and then just basically drop off the face of the earth. They're ready to talk. First time I've ever been approached by somebody asking for an interview. And I'm like, sure. And I said, let's talk beforehand. Let's mm -hmm. two weeks. There's been nothing. And usually that's the sign that they got in the way. And it's only people that are strong in mind and spirit are the ones that can, that, are able to get through that because they don't want me talking. They don't want me to go. They don't want me doing videos. Yeah. I swear I, I could swear that my wife took my laptop cord, but it seemed like it disappeared out of the wall outlet. So I have to take her out of the blame uh, for that. <clears throat> I think something else happened possibly, but mm -hmm. I've had all sorts. I've had technical issues. I, I've had, I've actually had somebody talk to me psychically and tell me they're going to screw up the files on my computer and they did it. You saw what just happened with that weird stuff on the screen. I've had stuff like that. I mean, you've had that, Robert. We've had lights flickering. You had a, a, a psychic attack. Another show host had a psychic attack while I was talking to him. And it's just a constant thing. And, and um, you know, what I found is the more mainstream the shows are, the more intense the pushback is, you know, to whatever I have to say, to me in general. Because when I start talking about a new age deception, that's an immediate like, whoa, I don't want to hear any of this stuff. So that's number one. And even if I don't talk about it, there's always this big pushback. 
if I wrote a book and I told the entire history of the galaxy and presented myself as being the expert in everything and, and just did like an emotionless, like just spew of all this information, interview after interview after interview, literally everybody's eyes would glaze over if I was pushing the narrative. They wouldn't, nobody would get in my way and I'd be very popular, okay? Mm -hmm. But you have an alternative opinion or if you, if you want to talk about being a MyLab <clears throat> or having negative experiences with extraterrestrials, which is what they don't want you talking about, you're going to get shadow banned. You're going to have all sorts of problems. You're, you'll get turned down for loans that you should qualify for. You will be basically crapped upon by everything. Every part of the social economic system is going to come after you. This is a full-fledged attack. The only thing that I, that I have not had is stalkers. That's the only thing. I mean, un unless there's something else that eludes me at this moment, I think that's the only thing that I can't check off on the list. But I have had people act weird. In yeah, you, you might you might have just hopefully you didn't invite that into your life. Like, well, we, we didn't no, post I, the episode yet, but I, I can edit that out. I can edit that out. Yeah, yeah. You don't want stalkers, and you don't want to make any weird. You don't, you don't even want people to get that idea. You don't even yeah. want people to get that idea. I'm yeah, trying to edit is, that out. Leave no, actually leave it in. I want people to hear it. I haven't been stalked, so if they want to stalk me, that's that's perfectly fine. Okay, I, I don't have any fear of this stuff. You know, I wouldn't well, be doing this if it wasn't for the fact that um, that I I don't have fear. I don't care what somebody tries to do. I mean, you know, if somebody wants to, if, if somebody has it out to get me, fine. Well, stalkers can get really evil, man. They can get really deceptive. They spend their whole life trying to ruin your life. They, that's their whole goal. You know, their I whole... got nothing to lose. Then they've already got me. So don't worry about editing it out. That's the only thing I haven't had a problem with. But they they basically got me on all fronts. And I just talked to uh, somebody uh, just a few days ago about all of this. And, and he works with people who've been hit like this. And he said, you've got every characteristic of a Draco attack. It's a mm -hmm. full spectrum attack on every aspect of your life, from your relationships to anything you try to do financially to improve your situation, just your ability to survive in society is greatly, greatly reduced. And they're constantly attacking your mind. There was years that went by that I had negative thoughts that were being projected into my mind, things that were said about people that I cared about, that they tried to make it feel and sound like it was my own inner voice doing it. Eventually, when I got rid of the cords, that all stopped. Now I can identify when it comes in, but recently they got me pretty hard. That was that was one where it was my fault. I put my guard down. <clears throat> I didn't do what I was supposed to do to prevent it. And if you put your guard down and you take something for granted, there's that's when they get in. That's when they hit you. Yeah. Well, and, and then you've got the, and I know you've had a lot of this too, Nate, um, medical stuff, right? Yeah, there's like a, a a lot of X files, medical X files. There's a lot of medical proof of things that can't be explained. Um, and I know for me, I had a lot of surveillance by government agents in suits that followed me around for years and tracked me. I know the one time. I mean, there's so many experiences, but the one time I had an MRI because they had found. Um, what they call a syrinx in my thoracic spine, which is not something that can be explained. Okay. And I think it was put in there. 
So they wanted to do another um, MRI every like six months to a year. And I went in and, but this time they said, we're just going to do the whole spine. We just want to look at the whole spine. So I went in and I did the MRI. Suddenly the MRI surgeon comes out to the MRI, gets me, you know, pulls me out of the MRI while I'm still lying on. And he said, oh my God, why didn't you tell me you had multiple surgeries at the base of your neck and you have um, artifacts there? Okay, so I had no idea what he was talking about. I'm like, what? I've never had, had surgery there. I don't... And he was furious and freaked out. He's like multiple surgeries. And as soon as he started getting into it, government agents came into the MRI room, a male and a female. And the male escorted him out by force, grabbed his arm. And the female grabbed my arm, took me to get dressed, escorted me to my car, holding my arm really tight put me in my car and said, this never happened. You're never to inquire. You're never to come here again. And if you do, and she threatened me. And that was one experience, right? One of many. <clears throat> because then there's the surgery. Like I had to have complete reconstructive surgery because everything was crushed inside my head. So, you know, everything behind my forehead and underneath here, it was crushed and when they, when they took uh, an MRI on it and x-rays, they realized that the crushing was impossible because I had nothing on the outside. There was no bruising on the outside. It wasn't an impact. It was a technology that was used internally. Like, so it, it got crushed from the inside. And I had to have a surgery, which was 14 hours long to reconstruct me. When they did that, they they found an extra bone behind my forehead with an implant in the center of it. Oh, my God. Yeah. What happened with that implant? Because we always hear that these things disappear. Well, you know, first, Dr. Colclef, which is the surgeon who did this, came in. Um, you know, I was coming out of the anesthetic. Mind you, the surgery was so severe that it was, it was going to take me a year to recover. It was going to take a year for the swelling to go down. That's how much they had to do. He comes in and he says, he says to me, and he had the implant, he had the bone, the extra bone. And he said, what is this? And how did he even get there? He examined it under a microscope. I guess apparently other, other surgeons came in to look at it. It didn't look like anything that was known or earth. It was, had like many, what do you call the shape where it's many pyramid sides? Like it's not just a four-sided, it's got many. I don't remember. A Merkaba? Well, but it was a pyramidical, but many sides, right? This thing had many, many sides and it had some kind of writing on it that was not like, didn't look human. The substance didn't, it, it was metallic, but they couldn't identify. Anyway, so the next thing I know, the government agents came, conf went through his office confiscated my bone the x-rays the mris confiscated everything they could but he had a bad feeling about this and he hid some of the evidence somewhere else he just had this weird feeling so he did that but he didn't he didn't hide the bone with the implant and the mri so that all got taken he got threatened big time 
and he was scared to deal with me. Like he had come back in, he's told me what happened and he said, I don't know what you're involved with, but it's, you know, scares the shit out of me. And I, I just, I, I'm too scared to deal with you. So I'm going to take, you're going to go to this doctor for like the rechecks and things. He, uh, yeah, was terrified. Wow. And the wow. skeptics will always say, there's no evidence. Where's the evidence at? They act like that, that, you know, the government's just going to one day say, oh, here it is right here. We're sorry. Right. We just misplaced it. We were getting ready to get to it. But um, the last three wars gotten away and in the last pandemic. Yeah. So, yeah, here you go. This is the truth, guys. Um, you know, right. they're, they're not going to give it to you. And I always love it when I hear people who are, who are trying to debunk somebody's story when they when they constantly quote um you know authoritative sources like nasa oh there's mm -hmm. well nasa hasn't published the moon base pictures so therefore they must not exist we don't right. have any implants well yes we do but well when i called to find out about that everyone said it wasn't true it, it, it's this this is the stuff that really gets me and people need to wake up because this is all happening and, and un unless it happens to you then you have then yeah. you it's hard to grasp i'm sorry go ahead lotta no and and the thing is okay so what the heck are they doing that they use some kind of technology to literally crush everything inside yeah i've had they had never seen anything like that I've, I've had them you know destroy my spinal disc and it, it wasn't as overt as what you're doing or what they did to you because they actually had some evidence left behind they couldn't explain with me it's just like wow you've got some horrible genetics i'm really sorry and you, and you just get kind of swept into the, under yeah. the I mean, I, I've seen, I've had miraculous healings take place with a family member that was necessary for me to be here right now, because I wouldn't have made it this far if it wasn't for that. So the positive side can do that stuff too. But at the same time, the negative side is in control still and has the majority share of the control of this entire system. And this is what's happening and they'll stop at nothing to keep people like myself, like, like, you know, Lauda and, and, and others from telling our story and they try to kill us. Oh, they did try for sure. <laughs> I mean, it sounds like they came pretty, pretty close. Oh, many times. And, and then there's like this other faction that comes in and they make sure that, you know, I'm okay. Like you can clearly see there are two factions fighting here, you know, and one steps in weirdly that, you know, they make sure I'm okay. Uh, I don't have any other questions. I, I, I started getting a massive headache while we were doing this. I don't know if that's something or if that's like, like, uh, just, just me that, being sick, you know, like, I, 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 I think I that, I think that's something. Do you want, like, are you guys, a, do you want just to try a few minute break and then I'll do a clearing? Yeah, sure. Uh, I saw, was that your message? I wasn't sure if they were doing that or what. Okay. That was me. Yeah, I have to go to the bathroom, and okay, then I can I do. Can, it. I'll, I'll pause it. I'll pause the recording. Yeah, okay. I'll pause it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. okay. Okay, we're back, everybody. Um, whoever wants to pick up off there, I still have a really bad headache, so I'm just kind of. Yeah, I'd like to say one thing. I felt the energetic shift happen. It just feels really nice now, even though I'm in the basement in in front of a photographic backdrop and. But I was I was I was just saying 
you know, to Rob that is, that his headache is going to be hanging around for a little bit. It just unfortunately doesn't work that good where it just goes away. But um, yeah, I definitely feel felt a, I feel a difference and we'll probably see less of those problems with the screens too, or probably none. Well, yeah, not, I, I used a lot of crystals for it. Like, so they help you, right? When you do it. And then I, I can tell if it's clear when I use a certain frequency, right? It tells me if it's been cleared and if it hasn't, I keep doing it. So. Yeah. See, I've never used props, but obviously there's something to that. <clears throat> well, there's always been a, I mean, I'm, not saying, I'm not saying there's anything, I'm not saying you're doing any kind of witchcraft, but there's always been like a thing with witchcraft, right? If you guys think about it, like it's not just the consciousness, it's the ingredients in the spell. That's what I'm trying to say. Like I've always loved witchcraft and I've always like been admired like for what they've been able to do. Like, like ingredients and spells and stuff like they're able to do like amazing and insane stuff and that's that stuff really works too it's all real well i think that a lot of what we experience in reality is a, a form of magic it, it's just being used against us so they know how to harness our consciousness to use it against us but it's all really based on magic no it looks yeah. like you're still here but i feel better <laughs> <clears throat> Well, I didn't do a clearing in that way. I did a different kind of clearing because yeah. to go in there, it would have taken me longer because I have to trace it. I gotcha. So maybe though, I was, I was just saying to him while, while you're away that um, they really stepped in a nice pile that they just made because I was just talking about earlier about that, that scene on the, that, you know, how, how it looked like fish row and how I was doing a serpent dance and then it did it, but it didn't, it wasn't quite as uh, colorful. So oh. there was some validation. So thank you, Draco Military Alliance. I appreciate the help. Oh Everybody my God. Now my helping hand, you know, thank you guys. Maybe that clearing yeah. actually did work. Like, I don't think Advil works that fast. Not really. Usually the Advil takes about 20 minutes. Yeah. You know, this kind of makes me want to like go up to a Draco, give him a hug, and like pet him with the scales going the wrong way. You know, like just kind of getting them to raise up and rip out, <clears throat> like a reverse back scratching. <laughs> well, did you guys want to finish up? And do you guys want to tell everybody where they can find you? A lot of you want to go first and, and tell everybody where they can find you. Then Nate. Uh, yeah. Like, do we want to say anything more about like that? What where we left off before we end off, or? It's up to you guys. You guys can go, whatever you want to do. I don't have anything else to say. You know, because I really think that the things that they're doing to our bodies and the experiences that we have, like, medically and out there are a major part of this all, right? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. That actually makes you physically weaker. That was one of the reasons why they attacked my, uh, you know, production of testosterone and shut down my testicles, which men shouldn't or should be ashamed to talk about but here i have a mission so i'm going to talk about it they may be physically sick that way and they've done it to other people that i've met they affect your hormones that's that's one of the key ways of weakening your body because your body needs hormones to function so i've got to, i have to rely on pharmaceuticals now thanks to them and i you know of course they they have interest in pharmaceuticals anyway so the entire system makes money off of you as they sicken you yeah so sickening you and making you weaker making you more lethargic and, and making it to where you can't think clearly is is the key to taking over a population and getting rid of it 
And we're literally like the ants eating the ant bait right now, as far as our food supply, our pharmaceuticals yeah. are concerned, as far as the, the ambient environment is concerned with all the excess radiation. You have all the radiation from Fukushima that nobody talks about. You have all the nuclear reactors that have been upgraded. They're out there producing you know, radiation and you've got all this stuff. It's like this toxic stew that they're, that they're making us sick with. And that's all part of the plan. Absolutely. And I think that um, a, a huge part of this AI system that is being utilized to do this is also attached to the demonic principalities, which is something, you know, they work hand in hand. So you've got like the artificial stuff happening that has always happened and the hacking, but then you also have a plethora of entities, including those that are from the lower astral realms, those that are the demonic principalities. I've had a lot of experiences, you know, with them, trying to kill me <laughs> right from the get-go right and then there's also i mean they're also utilizing the ai to simulate demonic attacks as well and paranormal activity yeah that's that's really happening mm -hmm. can they the, even uh, create like paranormal activity in your house because i was having problems absolutely with, like, yeah absolutely <laughs> i was having problems with an entity it tore my shoulder out of place it messed up my hip real bad. I had to do all kinds of stuff to try to get it out of here. I don't know what it was. Like, I thought it might have come in from doing a podcast, but then I was like, that sounds so crazy that, like, you know, just because I have a psychic on or something like that, that it could draw in a, a paranormal spirit. I don't I don't think that's the case. I'm thinking that's more like AI, government technology, or some something like that, like, or a summoning, summoning of an yep. entity by, like, magic. Somebody summoned magic on me or something, yep. black magic something yeah. like that i don't know it absolutely no i mean it what they're doing now to simulate a lot of these demonic uh paranormal things is that it's really difficult to tell the difference between like a real demonic attack and what they're simulating right artificially but they can it can be very much like a poltergeist in your home it can be like a physical attack literally wow i, I mean i've had you know when I was little, I would have talon marks all the way down my body, like of a creature, huge talon marks. I would have to be taken to emergency with all these, you know, <clears throat> horrible attacks that they would do to me. It's been extreme, right? The, so my experiences are kind of, but you know, um, I want to talk about, can I, we just talk about abductions for a sec? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I love abduction. Let's 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 get into it, right, Robert? You like him too? Yeah. Yeah. It gets excited when we talk about. It. I'm sorry. Go ahead. So <laughs> injecting your. I had um, and and I just want to ask the question, like after I just you know give a little bit of information over one of the abductions I had, like I've had many in my life, but one in particular, uh, I was taken for three days, so I didn't wake up for the three days that I was taken. The abduction itself was witnessed because it was in the middle of the afternoon. So it was witnessed. The people that were there outside saw the craft, right? And then I was gone for three days. And my best friend at the time, I was 13, she was uh, knocked unconscious and they didn't take her. They just took me. But I was gone for three days. I didn't wake up until 
the third day. I did not wake up until God knows what was done to me. And, you know, I always ask the question, okay, well, it's three days our time, but what is it really on their time when they take you wherever they're taking you? Like, what's the duration? What's the actual duration of the abductions? Because they're not the same time as they are here. Right. Right. So three days there may have been like weeks. Oh, my God. Yeah, that's the right. same situation I had with my abduction when I was six. There was no missing time. And I've talked about this before. They can manipulate time and, I guess, create a pocket or a loop yep. and put you in it. And it can keep you for a period of time. And I was just saying, I thought that I was on my way home from the park. And I, I took one hell of a detour. You know, so go ahead. Right. Robert? Did you guys ever hear that the, the researcher Paul Wallace? I've had him on my show. He talks about in Africa they have this tradition. They call it the Mammy Wada tradition, like where these these women get abducted off of beaches and then they spend like years of their life a breeding program in like an underground like facility. Like, and they'll come back to their families and their families don't want to believe them. But this is all like documented, you know. Like, yeah. there's more than one woman speaking out about this, and it's like a tradition in Africa. Well, and you have to ask, right, and that's really fascinating. And the other thing, I think it's, I know with my experience when I was young, and I mean, I'm just going to get a bit graphic, but they kept me hemorrhaging. So oh physiologically, my, my body was hemorrhaging nonstop, like nonstop. We're talking 24 hours a day for years. Okay. Until like, finally, I couldn't handle it anymore. I knew they were using the blood. I knew they were like, this was done to me artificially so that they could keep siphoning me. Right. And, and doing something to the blood, doing something to whatever the cycle was. Um, and, you know, eventually there was, there was only one way out of this because it was killing me. Like you can't do that. You can't have that happen to your body and not have it like cost you your life uh, eventually. Right. So, you know, pretty much you just have to have a hysterectomy, but then they discovered a massive uh, tumor of unknown origin, which was huge. It was like the size of a cantaloupe, which couldn't be seen by any x-rays. And there's all these things, right? So a lot of the symptoms that we have here are as a result of what's being tweaked in our body and what they're doing. What's cloaked is what they're doing most of the time. It's like when I was, um, you know, taken for three days, three earth days, God knows how long that is in their time. What did they do to me? I woke up at the very end and, you know, without any memory of what was done, but I was on a table, I was naked and I was surrounded by the ugliest creatures. You know, I mean, I think they are similar to the grays, but they had gray pink skin. And I think that they, what we see as the grays is a suit because when I was running through the ship, I ran into a closet with these suits hanging, but I thought it was, I didn't know they were suits until like I realized it. So I think many of these, you know, beings wear suits, but you know, afterwards you get a plethora of uh, things you've got to deal with in the 3d reality that have no, 
no rhyme or reason. You go get tests, you know, everything's out of whack. You know, you've got all this stuff, but they can't even find the source. It's like one medical, medical X-file after another. The other thing is too, I think often they will simulate an actual accident to cover up what they're doing. So they'll cause you to have an, you know, 3D accident, but in reality, something else has happened. Something else is going on. They may be doing a surgery on you, but in this reality, they'll cause you to have an accident to do something to your spine, to do something to a different part of your body, right? So again, right, it's like that looping time thing. Yeah, you're absolutely right about that. <clears throat> um, I got a real short story. I want to try to keep it as short as possible. I bought a new mattress and I was cutting up a memory foam mattress using an it was an electric carving knife and those things are incredibly sharp and it can cut the living crap out of you. So my wife was holding it up, you know, vertically in the mattress. If you don't hold it completely, you know, vertical, it, you know, the weight and the sag, it's just going to, it's going to go whatever way. So I'm halfway through cutting this thing and, and, you know, trying to cut it in half because I was going to use it, you know, for like a dog bed. And, um, I had to stop about halfway through the cut because I couldn't trust myself anymore. I realized that something was trying to get me to put my hand in the blade. And I had felt that before. And I know that when I feel that it's time to stop. If you're working with power tools and you have heat stroke, for example, stop, don't continue to work. So I went ahead and I was looking for a regular knife to finish the job with. And um, I was grabbing utensils out of a, out of a container it was up on the counter and um, <clears throat> I wound up sticking my hand in, in, in the rear end of like a, they're like uh, salad tongs, but they have the spring inside it. And there's a lever that, that uh, you lock it shut with. And um, for some reason, this thing, whatever it was, made me stick my finger in the, in the end of it twice and let the spring go where it, it, you know, crushed the tip of my finger. It happened twice. And then as soon as it happened, I saw this massive energy pass before me in the kitchen and it, it looked like heat coming off of a pavement. It was, it was, a, it was a distortion and it, and it gave me a psychic impression. It said, I'm done with you now. I'm going to go and make your wife miserable. And, and I knew that it was going to affect her mood. So I came back in with a knife and safely cut it with my finger throbbing and we got done. And then she sat at the table and just let out this big sigh. And because I saw it go into the living room after her and I said, what's the matter? She goes, I just feel really grouchy all of a sudden. And of course, I couldn't say, hey, he just got uh, AI there. That, that was some sort of AI entity. And wow. It, yeah. So that was and, and that could happen. They could cause at, like severe accidents, car accidents, anything. I mean, mm -hmm. when you're under when you're when you got the target on your back, anything's possible. And they will go. They give. They can ruin relationships. Then is that what you're saying? That's oh, that what's going they, on with me. Yes, they 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 ruin the relationship between my wife and I over a long period of time. And of course, all of the things that happened to me, and the results of it, how I behaved, and how I was unable to work for periods of time, and sick, and just mysteriously ill all the time, to where people around me would say, you know, it's got to be in your head. I can't believe one person would have this many problems, and then they start getting to those people. I've had, <clears throat> had a situation where I've been pulled over. I should have went to jail for what was in the car. I was drinking and stuff. And the police just like, you know, uh, here, here's your beer bottle back and, and on your way with a, you know, with a warning. And it's just like, and I had, you know, somebody sitting next to me saying that that just happened. I'm like, yeah, it did. Let's get out of here. But um, 
I've seen them affect people positively and negatively when it was for the purpose of maintaining me and keeping me in the program so that I could be kind of held as like a, a placeholder, like a Petri dish for a soul culture. Then they were all happy and, you know, willing to help me get out of trouble and stay out of trouble. I, I even had help with my nerve pain and my spine for a good long period of time where they would just kind of hit me with energy and I feel it go down my spine and then, you know, the pain would go away. And then there was a point where I knew that it stopped and that's when they really hit me with it. Three spine surgeries later, I'm, I'm out actually four. I had four spine surgeries since they stopped, you know, with the psychic pain management. But it's all, everything they do for you is self-serving. It's there to, you know, to control you, to either suck you in or just preserve you for whatever they have, you know, in store for you a few years, uh, you know, down the road. But yeah, they can do all of this stuff to you. And like I said, they've, they've wrecked my body and they're, they're doing it to a lot of other people and they're destroying people's lives and their minds as well. Yeah, and, it and, doesn't, and it doesn't end with like, like a lot of people think, you know, well, you know, when I die, I'm going to heaven, I'll be out of the, out of the situation. Once they hijacked you, they will continue to use you unless you've become of no use to them. And that's the sad part here. I do know that you can break free because I, you know, yeah. I do know this and you can claim through authority, a place where they can't access anymore. So they just don't want anybody to know how to do that. They, they want to keep you right. so down that you don't have the energy to do that and to stand in that authority. Yeah, that's what they just tried to do with me the last two weeks. Yeah. Step in, lie to me, fool me, get me to go along with some ridiculous idea that I didn't yep. want to do. And then a few days or like a week into it, um, you know, my, you know, my emotional states in shambles. <laughs> so that's, yeah, that, she's exactly right. That's the goal. It's to mm -hmm. stop you from doing what you're here to do. And if you're not here to do anything, then they're here to experiment on you and see what they can do with you. And they will go to the weakest link. So yes, Robert, you know, they usually always destroy relationships and they get in to the weakest link. They'll use the weakest links around you. You know, I wondered why, like I was acting the way I was like towards like my significant uh, and like girlfriend or whatever you want to call her and like and i wondered why she was acting certain ways and then i wondered why things were working out when they seemed like so synchronistic and perfect like at the beginning you know what i mean yeah. I, I know relationships can fail but something just didn't seem right recently you know what yeah. i mean something felt like things were like driving us away from each other and you know we don't we don't live together so you know like we don't you know like it's it's i feel like they have more of an opportunity to kind of pull us apart you know yeah it's, like it's, there's an invisible force there you can't see it you can feel it yes exactly that's exactly it that's exactly yeah. it. and if i tell her this she'll think even though she's into the paranormal and stuff she'll still think i'm crazy you know yeah I'm and crazy. i i think that you have to look at a when they target you you're in the projects right you are you are on their radar it's not coincidence you're not just somebody floating around in society like you're driven to do this kind of work because you're you're inside but you have no memory of it oh, okay 
Yeah, if you remember, I told you the same thing. And lately I felt bad about it because I'm thinking to myself, you know, maybe I shouldn't have gone that far because then I could be used in such a way that I could be given out false information. But now that she's validated it, I feel a little more comfortable saying it. But yeah, you, you know, <clears throat> you're, you're like me in a lot of ways, Robert, because I didn't realize that any of this was going on with me for a very long time. And even when the contact started, because it was one way for a long time since I was a child, but once the two-way stuff happened, and that was under the IBIS program, which was the you know Joy of Satan virtual temple complex when they initiated two-way contact with me and maintained a correspondence on a daily basis. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I had no idea even then that I was an abductee, and I had no idea that I was in any of these programs because I didn't know what those programs were. <clears throat> so yeah, you know that's why this is that's why this is happening to you, and you're being a thorn in their side. And I just wanted to ask you. Um, how long ago was it that things really started to get, um, you know, to act up to where it was really becoming a, a problem in your life, a nuisance or a threat? I don't know. I mean, it, it, ever since I started doing more shows, like, you know. Did it have anything to do with me? Because I'd hate to say, because I would, I really don't. I mean, I can't really put it, I can't really pin the tail on the donkey. I, I don't know. You know what I mean? Because like, I can't even, I don't even know what's going on in my own life. I, I, it's hard for me to make heads or tails of what's going on. I don't know if they're really interfering with me and Mickey. I don't know if I really have a demon in my room. I don't know what's going on. It's so hard to tell, but I think that's what's going on. You know what I mean? Or, I mean, right. I, you know. I, I don't know. More more often than not, when you start doing uh, public videos and you start having a platform, that's you trying to um, actually break the programming and get out of it. And that's exactly what I did, thanks to you, because you were the first person to put me on. And, it, you know, I didn't realize that, that that's actually what I was doing. At a subconscious level, I knew that, you know, what I had to do, mm -hmm. but it wasn't until I was able to be seen on social media that I actually got any help at all. And, and, and it was kind of like I would, I, I sort of outed them because I made them manifest themselves because I was doing something that they, they, they did not want me to do. And um, yeah, I mean, so what they did with me was, is they told me they wanted me to do it. So then they would sabotage me. The other thing that they did too, is they gave me a speech impairment when I was a little boy. And um, that was told to me in my, my soul transference memory, because they said, you're going to have to take a handicap. And I'm like, well, how am I going to do all this? You know, if I can't talk. And I knew that was going to be a speech impairment. So, and, you know, that was a way of keeping my mouth shut so that I wouldn't actually go far enough to do this. And it took a lot of courage to go and do videos and they would mess with me and affect my cognitive abilities. I couldn't formulate sentences or full concepts because I was scatterbrained. You know, the hormones had a role in that too. But also, I mean, you know, just yesterday I had a speech impairment that I had to, that actually wore off because I wasn't able to, you know, to flush it out of myself. And um, yeah, so they use all sorts of tactics on you. The idea is, is, is to keep you from going public. And that actually helps you, you know, uh, force your way through the programming. It, it actually, it helps you get help and it also forces them to manifest themselves, which also helps to break the programming too. And that's- I got a question. Is tiredness and depression uh, like a, like a oh, yes. big sign of it? Because I've been sleeping a lot lately and I'm very depressed and I'm like, I'm very like, I'm like, you see me do a lot of shows. I put out a lot of content. But that's basically the only time I'm pulling myself together. Any other time I'm basically like Lazy Larry. Whatever that's- you know. 
that's them. And uh, and they'll give you like, you know, depending. I wasn't There's... like that. Can I just tell you this? I'm sorry. Like, when I was like, I'm 43 now. When I was 38, I was working out actively. I was in like the best shape of my life. And I don't, I know things can happen with age, but I don't think I age that bad. Like I'm not like. No, no. But when did you start doing the videos? 2020. Right. Uh, when I was and... 40. When I was 40. Right. There you go. Right. Yeah. Well, now you just pinpoint it. That's when the shit happens. Yeah. As soon as you yeah. started breaking the programming by doing this podcast, which is where it's all leading. At. Yeah. Just like me. Um, and I, I, I guess you're strong enough. Obviously you are because you put me on and other people won't because they're able to be affected by these entities and this, this, this AI system. So you're kind of in the situation I am. It's ironic that um, I had to use you to get help because you're the only one who would put me on. But at the same time, you're doing the same thing as I am. I didn't look at that at it from that perspective and until now. But yeah, you're actually doing the same thing that I was doing. So mm-hmm. this is your way out of this. Right. That's why you're so driven to do it. It isn't about money. And you know, another one of the trappings is when you go mainstream and you're you're willing to just do the softball interviews and not touch these subjects and all the gatekeepers open wide and there's no shadow banning. And then the money pours in. People start sending you money, donations ad revenue, merchandise. It's all part of the trappings. That's what they tried to use on me when I talked to the Draco negotiator before I, I, I got rid of the cords. He's like, we can make we can make you well off. He said, you've got mold in your house. There's repairs that need to be done. Things are leaking. Yeah. Got all these problems, but we can make it all go away. And, and, and it, when he was telling me this, I was, in the, I was in a cardiologist office and it was the first doctor that actually treated me like a patient in a while. And I'm thinking, oh, that went good. And he says, yes, it did go good. And if you work for us, this, it can continue to go good for you. And that's, that's what he said. And, and, you know, so. Yeah, but I haven't had anything like that happen to me yet. I'm still living on speed, skid row, basically. Don't sell out. I think that, all, I mean, I could say I'm shadow banned as well, that they're, you know, have been making a concerted effort to try and like make sure that I get hidden. So Ah, now it's going all there it is. And I think all of us here are, we're not selling out. Right. And good. Right. Well, here's what I I say. I try to present every, I'm sorry. That was like, you know, (laughs) yeah, that that was a big thing. I I try to present, I try to be like Art Bell. You know, I I want to I want to I want to have everybody on my show. Yeah. I don't want to discriminate. You know what I mean? Right. Like, yeah. I feel like the moment I start discriminating, I'm leaving out a big piece of the puzzle. Or yeah. what, I think that's that's good. And that's the key to your awakening is yeah. hearing these stories and meeting people like us, yeah. because it it'll it'll help you break free from this crap. Yeah. And then, of course, it doesn't get easier after that. It gets more difficult because the attacks ramp up. The psychological warfare ramps up. The physical and, problems can get worse unless you have the ability to defend yourself. And that's a lot yeah. of work. And what yeah, they did, I, they created an aversion to meditation by having me meditate and then going nowhere while the people around me that I was talking to were having great results. And it, it, it left me with an aversion. And they use that against me to this day. And it's the reason why I had to deal with all the crap in the past week and a half to two weeks is because I let them in and I took things for granted and they're, and of course they're always there. 
you know, it, it's like the vacation movie when, um, what's it, the, uh, I think it's the Vegas vacation movie where <clears throat> they're in, the, I think it's the um, uh, the Hoover Dam and it starts to leak, you know, so Clark starts taking, you know, chewing gum and he's like trying to plug the hole and it's like a little spurt of water comes out. Well, it's like you're trying to hold off a river, you know, with a dam made out of mud and, and it's just, you know, it's incredibly difficult to do it. They're hitting you from all sides and it's a lot of pressure. And do you know one of the things that I found? No, please. Not, not, well, I used to get visited all the time. And I'm talking, oh my God, like the beings that kept coming. It was crazy. And I got fed up because I got fed up with their lies. I got fed up with their truth mixed in with lies and all this manipulation and ulterior agendas that they're hiding. And they're you know masquerading and false light and all this like garbage and, and it didn't seem to matter who was like coming in there was always some ulterior motive right an agenda and i just finally got fed up and i i learned how to keep them all out by law and how not allow that? and not allow them in and i'm telling you as soon as i learned that harassment stopped Yeah, big one. Yeah, that is huge because I love to learn it. Like I love the yeah. You know. And you know, it, it was to a point where I had a medium from England reach out to me and say, "Oh, you know, like I've been told to come to you because there's like these enlightened beings and they're trying to work with you, but you're not letting anybody in." Oh yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> <clears throat> and I was like, "Well, it, it's working." You know, that's my proof of my pudding. And that they were trying to use her to get to me under the guise of, oh, these ones are like, they're benevolent. They're like your guard. I'm like, no, no, I'm done. Like, this is my path. It's my verse. And that's, it. it's my law. Right. They've also done that same thing to me. They'll send, they'll send, you know, people in. Um, and sometimes you get people that you find are actually sent in, you know, through the positive side to help. And you can completely relate to them and they understand what's going on. But then you have these other people that they use. I used to call it, well, I still call it subconscious psychic networking and programming. Right. You know, they network us together and it isn't always for good reasons. Well, and you know what I would say? Look, if they're benevolent and they're divine, they can go through my father because trust me, it'll get back to me. Yeah. Now, when she says father, she means source consciousness for those yeah. new agey, you know, for those who are more in tune to everything else, you know, it's, she's referring yeah. to the creator, you know, which is God. Yeah. I had the real a, God. A, right. Not the AI one. I had a, I had a friend of mine um, that they gave information to that was going to, that he was trying to tell me that my higher self was trying to teach me a lesson and all this stuff. And I, I just said, well, okay, well. And this is when I was a little more aggressive and things were fresher and I hadn't been taken advantage of like I am now. And I, I just simply said, um, I said, well, if they want to talk to me, you know, come have them come and speak to me face to face and show their face and I'll deal with them. <clears throat> and I wasn't going to deal with them in a nice way. But a lot of times when I get confronted with this crap, they won't show their face. It's just a voice in my head. 
Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, when are you going to show yourself? Well, we'll get to that sooner or later. We're going to, we need to go through some things first. And it's always this process and it's always this BS. And um, yeah, so I don't, yeah. I don't let anything, I'm, I'm not going to entertain an entity. I don't care what they say and who they say they're from. I'm not going to, I'm not going to let them in. I'm not going to entertain it. I'm going to threaten anything that comes around me. And um, that's really where you got to start. You got to push these things out and not let them in. If, if the positive side is there and wants to connect with you or God wants to connect with you, it's going to happen. It isn't going to happen through these mediaries, these, these AI angelic entities and, and, and these pagan gods that, that want to come into our lives and give us prophecy and all this other crap. So, um, yeah. And, and there's, there's another thing too that I've seen with the anti-new agers that I get frustrated with is they want you to believe that what they believe, which is all this is in the dream world and there's no government involvement in it, or some would like you to believe the government's responsible for all of it. I've heard both sides of it. A lot of these people were in there because they're, they're selling services, you know, come, I'll, 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 I'll do an energy clearing on you, but I can't see how they could really effectively clear the energy when they're not understanding what they're dealing with themselves. And they're, being, and they're being used as a tool to get people to think in different ways so that it's off track and it's not where you need to be focused on. Um, yeah. And then you have the Satanism stuff. I mean, that's prevalent in seemingly every one of these programs. And that's there for one reason, to get you separate, to separate from God and program you to have this aversion to it and have this anger inside of you. I can't tell you how many people, including myself, were in that Joy of Satan virtual temple complex who arrived on the scene thinking that God had abandoned them. And then here I am getting all this contact from these pagan gods and they're here to help me. And they're, they're really humanity saviors. In fact, all they did was exploit and abuse us and set us up so that we couldn't wake up. And the problem with that group is that everybody that I've tried to look up in the past who I knew or the ones I maintained contact with, they're either too afraid to go public or they didn't want to contact or have any contact with me at all because they thought if they did, it would start the, it would start the negative experiences again. Some of this involved astral rape, even going as far as pedophilic child abuse with their children. And this is what the military is involved, uh, in, involved with. This is what these negative ETs are involved with, pedophilia, rape. <clears throat> all sorts yeah. of violations they'll violate you in any way they possibly can and uh because they feed off of it and oh. definitely robert headaches are very much directed from from what they're aiming at you you know there's some people that suffer from migraines chronic migraine migraines all the time and it's and they're my labs and they don't want them activating positively they don't want them deprogramming themselves they keep them you know enduring these chronic migraines on a daily basis they attach it to food allergies they attach it to other things so that everything that they take in acts like it activates the migraine right and they'll never get out of it because their potential is so strong so they really have to work hard to keep them down wow yeah, I, I, I have a food allergy, allergy, and and I've also had severe allergies, environmental allergies, and sinus allergies. I was, and when I had it, it was rare because it, there wasn't a lot of you know genetic. Actually, there wasn't any you know GMO in our our food supply at that point. This was the '70s and '80s, 
And I would be the only kid with two handkerchiefs stuffed in both pockets and both pockets would be wet and my pants would be wet all day. And I was constantly blowing my nose. It was, it was like, and everybody would look at me like, why are you so sick all the time? And I, I suffered all the time. I, I had fatigue as a child. I was constantly sick. I had just one thing after another. And when you can't breathe, you can't sleep. And you're, and I, I have, you know, memories of, um, <clears throat> you know, getting nose drops and like crying and like fussing and stuff because I couldn't breathe. I mean, they hit you as hard as they possibly can. If you're marked, they're going to come after you and they're going to keep hammering you and hammering you and hammering you until you, you decide I'm going to, I'm going to kill myself. And that for a lot of people, that's one of the things that they like to force you to do if they want to get rid of you. Um, yeah. In the joy of Satan, what they did was, is they, everybody that I knew that I was in, you know, some kind of communication or, you know, friendship with, we were all suicidal. It was constant. It was this constant desire to kill yourself because they're telling you that you belong someplace else, that you have ET family members. They, they give you emotional memory, past life, you know, like a form of, um, it's basically, you know, emotional torture except you don't have any memories associated with it you just have an emotional memory and you feel so torn and so out of place and another thing too there was that um there was that article in the uh toronto sun from 2012 and 2015 there's actually three of them and it it has these three victims um two were women they committed suicide well they actually took an overdose of pills the third person was was supposed to be there to make sure that the overdose went right. He he wound up actually slicing their throats and then couldn't commit suicide himself. He was put into a scenario because when I looked at his of all the things that he said in court, which is you know from three different articles, so there wasn't a lot, but I could tell that what he said in court was based in the same mind control scenario that I and other people were put through. It's just that he and the other two took it more seriously than us and couldn't fight back. And that's what happened. Even to this day, if I try to post that article, that link to that article, any of the three on YouTube, the AI immediately removes it because it's a government program. Anybody that thinks that extraterrestrials that are masquerading as like Enki or any of these other, you know, the 72 watchers that they can maintain a long-standing social media cult for over 20 years and not have a single bit of government influence on it or have anything to do with the government is crazy. You're drinking Kool-Aid, man. You're, you're, you're absolutely not in reality. The government is involved with that program. They're in bed with big tech. DHS gets information and, the, and they, they get information from the intelligence agencies and it's compartmentalized and then they put you on a list. So anything that you post, I mean, half the time or about now it's about 80% of the posts that I make in YouTube under other people's videos, regardless of what it is, the AI instantly takes it down, especially if I bring up Ibis or, or you know, the joy of Satan. There's an active AI cover up in big tech with this, and it's being ordered by the Department of Homeland Security. <clears throat> anyway, that's it with that. So. Have you guys what? ever had the experience of, um, especially with Project Ibis, because I find what they'll do is that they'll actually send you that bird. And it'll be like strange because it's not like you only see it for a minute. It's some kind of, <laughs> I, I don't even know. It's like, if it, it feels, 
artificially done where it'll come really close to you and it'll stay there for days. Yeah, I haven't had that happen to me. Yeah. I did have a, uh, I, I had screen animals. I had a seagull that I was scared to death of. And I think it may have been, you know, because I was abducted by these grays, but they were white. Their faces were white. And when, and when but, um, you mentioned that they may have suits. Well, these look like suits. In fact, they look like they were wearing masks. Mm -hmm. so that actually resonated with me um and i know the one was wearing a mask because it actually was i could see it it had like this fringe around the eye it was a big almond shaped eye but it had like a you know like a stitching around it to where it, mm -hmm. like a luchador wrestling mask for you know for example the rest of them once i got a chance to see more from the fragmented um you know memories that came up i could see that they had this robotic look to them they didn't look like a real living entity and uh, I just wanted to mention one of the things that I remembered, I just had a memory fragment a couple weeks ago. I was laying <clears throat> on a table being rolled down through a hallway and the hallway, some of the hallways are white sands. <clears throat> they have like a, like a framework above your head up into the ceiling where they hang, you know, where there's, you know, sprinklers or wiring or, you know, whatever they got air duct systems are up there. Like you'd see in a shopping mall. And I had some kind of membrane over top of me. I was on the, I, I was laying down and I had a triangular cut opening for my nose and my mouth, you know, to breathe and I could see out of it. And it almost felt like an oxygen mask combined with a blanket. But when I really got into thinking about it, it was some kind of a membrane and it was there to keep me, you know, from if, if I happened to snap out of it and I started to move, I wouldn't be able to move. I'd be underneath, underneath the membrane, but there was two humans pushing me. Actually, they were in the front of it. So, and all I could see, I, I could see their white lab coats and I could see the ceiling and I could see through the opening. And it was just a really short fragmented memory mm -hmm. but it was in a base. And it was probably during either 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 I was an altar, but more than likely, because I don't know the context of it, I was likely a child at that point and I was being abducted. And that was already at the base for whatever they're going to do to me. Right. Yeah, it's it starts. I mean, for many of us, it starts at birth. Yeah, exactly. And I and I can tell you that um, for me, it started in, an, in a, a completely different lifetime. I've been going through this for two straight consecutive lifetimes in, in their custody, under their control is what has you know come out of me. It's not the cognitive memory where I'm actually seeing things, but it's the knowing of it. It started in 1947. And that's when it started for me. And at seven years old, I was abducted. They put me into these programs at 20, I think 27, which is 1974, when I was born after they fragmented me and actually made you know me who I am right now, they killed off that original version of me and they keep a placeholder. It's like a Petri dish. And they just keep taking, you know, like little fragments out of the Petri dish and they keep, you know, using it and recycling things. I don't know if, if any of the fragments go back to the higher self or what, but I know that I'm stuck here right now, so that's the situation. But I know that my alters have are not in the programs anymore because I was rendered completely um, unpredictable and actually useless to them because my alters apparently were able to break the AI with the with the <clears throat> with the help of my higher self. Yeah, We're very persistent, and you know, I will say that. Yeah, and I think um, well, I know my mother when I was growing up, used to be freaked out because she was always afraid that they were going to put her in a container. So, you know, she used to just 
be very afraid. She was like, they're always watching. They're always there and they can replace me at any time. I can be replaced and then they're going to take me and put me in a container. Now, she just touched on something, too, that um, I've heard a lot and, uh, <clears throat> and that these things run in families because they put us in families with people that they're already have already hijacked. It just makes right. sense that they do that because then they have more control over you. Yeah. I've heard this with people that I've talked to in the last few months that have come forward after I after I started you know, to talk about this stuff. And uh, it's been the same story over and over and over again. And that's why they say abductions run in families. Absolutely. And whatever that essence is that they want, it runs in the family. So it's lineages, right? Like they're tracking us through the lineage. They want whatever that that is unique to that genome, to that those strains, right? Those particular prime God codes. And the other thing which I wanted to mention is, you know, when you were talking about the membrane, yeah one of the experiences i had were um <clears throat> they had put a membrane over me but it wasn't to control me it was to give my body sustenance so it wouldn't die mm. and i think it was because i was taken for a long time and that was whatever that technology is it's it's like keeping you alive wow yeah, because I remember in the in the experience that I remembered, I I had actually just woken up at that moment that I looked straight up to the ceiling. It's very very short, but it you know it just hit me. It was it was and it it wasn't like when you try to recall something, and, and I don't know about I'm I'm assuming it's just like with you, Lada. When you remember something, isn't it always in in like 2020 crystal clear vision that first time, and then after that it starts to get a little fuzzy. And then it starts to look like your other memories from the rest of your life that, that are normal. Right. Okay. It's, it's actually more clear than this. Like, right. Exactly. You're totally tuned in. I mean, it's just, you know, that's the thing I had. I have a memory of Egypt. that's like that. It's perfect. I mean, I could count the fronds on a palm tree that was arched above a, a pathway that was, that was actually in front of the pyramid that I was standing in front of. And um, yeah, it was always in perfect 2020 vision. And then it just kind of fades a bit over time. And that's the way it was with the, with the uh, soul Im implant or the soul transference memory. I would have flashbacks. At first, I was in a room of like a white haze. I thought it was heaven. And I just remembered it. And then I started to have these, these consecutive flashbacks. They were in you know, the order that it happened. And every one of those was... It was completely controlled because they were controlling it. These weren't organic memory recall where you do it yourself, your higher self does it. That was altered. But there were times when I had very, very, very clear memories that would actually show up. But since I've gotten rid of these cords, everything has been completely clear. It's very, very weird how that works. And it's also weird how you start remembering things in phases. You'll, you'll have an inner knowing of something. And this is another thing I wanted to ask you about a lot of. Have you experienced this too, where you have an inner knowing of something, then sometimes after that, the next phase is like an emotional memory of it, where it, it now has meaning in your life, and it, it's very important, and there's emotions that are connected to whatever happened, and then you start getting the actual, you know, the actual image of what happened, and, and the whole experience unfolds. Yeah, absolutely, and and sometimes it can be 
not related to my own past experiences, but it can be related to like, uh, I'll give you an example. I had a communication with a, what I would call a fallen angel, fallen Nephilim that has, is being kept under the Vatican alive. And when this happened, I was 13 and I started, it, it came in first, like there was a visual and then I, and then suddenly mm. I could feel the emotion mm. and it was the emotional connection that allowed me to like, boom, it was right there. It just opened it right up. And then there was telepathy. So there was telepathic communication going on between the two of us, but I was given the pictures. I was given everything very clear. So it's not always the past. It's not always, but sometimes it is an actual connection, right? Right. That's fascinating. Uh, so did this entity have control of you? Like this, this, this entity? Neph Nephilim? Yeah, the Nephilim. This, it was like, yeah, this fallen angelic Nephilim is the way I can describe it. He didn't have control over me. But I felt, I felt a familiarity and the tele, the telepathy was so strong that I was able to see through his eyes, whatever he, he did had me see where they, they had him. I was able to see his like prison underneath the Vatican. He's being kept underneath the Vatican, deep down, it's all mountainous. So it's all like like mountainous walls that have been made into like huge areas where, you know, they keep a lot of types of entities, a lot of beings that are still alive. It's, it's like this weird, I don't know. I don't want to say circus or anything, but you know, they're alive. These different beings are alive in there. These different creatures are alive in there. And, but they had a type of frequency fence that he couldn't get out of so it wasn't like metal fence to keep him in it was it was all like really high frequency stuff that he he just can't penetrate and he began to tell me what happened and when he was um when he was abducted or taken or taken down and it was in 1300s and the vatican I guess at that point where they were using the Templars and all of these like kind of uh, armies to collect and hunt fallen angelics and all this stuff. Like it, a lot of the history of these Templars and all of these ancient orders were actually hunting this stuff that was like, they wanted to find these living, you know, giants, these yeah. living, you know, angelics. And their order was actually doing that. And this one was alive. He said three of them were alive down there. I only connected to him. But he said there were two others there and that they'd been there basically since then. Now, where does this technology coming from that they're using all this time? Is that from the negative extraterrestrial? Yeah. have to be. Because they were Absolutely. working all these deals. That's why I'm saying, you know, yeah. Ibis is going on, is going on for a lot longer than 1972, mm -hmm. which was the Michael Prince testimony. 
you know, whatever he was involved in, that's when they were, they told him it started, but this has been going, going for a long time and it goes all the way back, you know, to Atlantis and beyond that. If it goes back right. to the beginning of the human program, you can yep. name it whatever you want. That's all it is. <clears throat> all, all it is, is just a name change. Yeah. And I got a flash on the screen. So that's a confirmation from the truth. Here's what we're going to have to do. We've been going about two and a half hours. I, I don't know. I may have to split this up into two episodes or something. I mean, we're maybe we might have to do a part two. We'll have to have you guys back because this was so interesting. This was so interesting. Like, yeah. So we should just say goodnight for now because it's been two and a half hours, eh? Yeah. Nobody has that attention span anymore. Maybe years ago before the chemicals, but now it's got to be quick. <laughs> just on that people. note of Michael Prince. So yes. he, he, you know, was imprisoned and all that stuff. Nobody, he's not allowed to communicate publicly anymore. Um, you know, I think they effectively sabotaged him enough to be out of the picture. Yeah. I think, I think he had too much information. Not that everything he, I think he was a black, white, square um, pawn, right? Right. Anybody that goes out and, and actually has photographs of a base and doesn't wind up dead or immediately shut down or, you know, just like I was talking about, you know, I didn't have anything close to that trope when I tried to go public all these years, but they kept me out and away from anybody who would listen to me. It, it, you know, if he's getting that, re if, if he's getting that level of receptivity from the community and nobody's challenging it like they do with me, then it's obvious they wanted him to talk. So they're going to augment what he's got to say. They're going to implant things that aren't correct. And one of the things that I was concerned about with just talking about Project Ibis is the fact that it's already been talked about. So now it's basically, if you don't match his, what he said, then you're making it up and it's mm -hmm. no, it has no validity to it. And I think that's part of this because if you got something this big that involves spirituality involves a new age movement involves the, all the occult belief systems and the manipulation of them by the draco and by the u.s military and other military entities in this cabal structure then it makes sense to put out something and allow somebody to talk about something in a controlled way therefore down the road if somebody else breaks free and starts talking about it now you've got a way to explain it away right you think Lana? And I, and I do think that Project Ibis is a psychic interface system as well, right? It's yeah. an invasion on a psychic level, artificial psychic interface. Absolutely. So, yeah, I think. Um, I got the three flashes, I think. It's like the three scratches of the Trinity. I think it was two or three there. So I think that, you know, the Dracos gave us two, two very sharp clawed thumbs up. Robert, do you have any questions for us? I, I don't have any questions. Uh, no, this was amazing. This was fascinating. This was really is your, fascinating. Is your headache going? A little bit, a little bit. Yeah, I think the THC helped. I think, I think it, and I think, I think a lot is clearing helped more. I think that really helped. I really, I really truly believe that. Yeah, I can, okay. thank you. I could use I'll, THC and her coffee would be a good combination right now. I'll do another clearing after the, I go, like for you guys. Well, can you tell everybody where to find you, Lada? And thank you so much. Uh, yeah, my website is www sovereign key. So sovereign, like sovereignty and ki key. 
my YouTube sovereign key, everything sovereign key. You can create like just yeah, you just put in sovereign key, you'll find me. And Nate, you, where can they find you? And thank you, Nate. Hajan contactee. <clears throat> it's here on uh, YouTube, and um, it's H A U J E A N, and then contactee. And um, I'll send you a link and stuff so you can put it below and you can add, add, add hers there too. Because we did a couple other interviews where I forgot to do that and you didn't have anything to put up. And I know you just think busy. this is going to get taken down off YouTube. I'm going to post it on other, I'm going to post it on Rumble and Rockfin and stuff. But like, because I'm on Rumble and Rockfin, but like, you think this should be, this can go yeah. on YouTube? I think it's going to, yeah, put it on YouTube, but you know, don't be surprised if it gets taken down. Yeah, I don't know if it will or not, but I mean, I've been saying this stuff more or less. They just shadow ban you, but um, mm. yeah, I don't know. I mean, we didn't say anything provocative. We didn't talk about anybody specifically. We didn't get yeah. into the you know the stabs and all that stuff. But very very little. It was just hinted around you know about it. So I think we're probably okay. Okay. But um, but I would I would look out for some of the things that happened when I did the first two interviews with you, Robert, where they would remove a third of the likes and take a third of the views away. You know, oh, yeah. they do. They do that to me all the time, too. Yeah. Like, I, yeah. And then you tell people, oh, no, those those were that has nothing to do with that. You're not. It happens to my friend Miles, too. Miles told me about that, too. He said it happened on his video, too. I was like, I was wondering, like, why that happens. Like, I, there's nothing I can do. You know what I mean? Uh, they just, like, I can't complain to them because, like, they, they won't even respond. You know what no. I mean? Because I used to have a YouTube channel before my first one. And, like, it was on something completely different. And like, I remember they did the same thing. I was doing like, I was doing a page on MMA, which is like UFC, like, you know, like, like mm -hmm. combat sports, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And like, it, it was just like the same thing. Like, it was just like, they even shot, they, they do weird stuff with that kind of content. Oh, so wait a minute. So you're, what you're saying is, is you had a completely unrelated channel and they were doing it to you then, right? They were doing something weird. Yeah. Like they would mess with the views and they would like, Guess you know, what? like they, I don't know why. Like I know why. YouTube. Like, or no, Look, go ahead. Sorry. I, no, I've been shadow banned from the start, even even beforehand. It has nothing to do with anything you say. I mean, and for some people, it does. They go fishing for people. And, you know, one of the biggest ways to get people was uh, the QAnon movement. They really went after those people with, you know, directed energy attacks, false arrest, and all these other things, okay? So that's when that's when they use mostly the conventional NSA technology, the conventional crime networks within the police departments and, the, you know, the government, FBI and CIA. But um, when you when you get into this situation, you know, like we said to you earlier, you're in these programs and you just don't remember it. They know who you are. So YouTube or any of these big tech platforms, they don't ask why the government wants so and so to be shadow banned. They just put you on a list and you're in a category of people of concerns and that in here. So you're, you're somebody of concern and that's where you go. So they don't have to define what it is. You don't have to say, well, Rob yeah. is this or that. So yeah, you know, they knew you were going to do this. They started to shadow ban you before you even started talking about it. And it's all in an effort to discourage you from waking up and being a contributor to other people's awakening. That's all it is. You were marked from the start. Wow. And these just proved these, it. MMA does not get shadow banned. Go ahead. No. I'm sorry. Well, and these platforms, the same as you know, Facebook are. What was that? I can't say it. Oh, okay. They, they're 
can't read lips. Hang on, <laughs> hang on, wait. <laughs> are you doing that or are they doing that? No, she's doing it because she can't say oh. it because then we'll get taken down. Yeah, oh, you can't say that word. I'm gonna have to use that. In my no, head. no, because like they will take it down then. All right, well, we'll finish up for tonight. Before we do stay seven, it does get taken down. That's Thank that's what so this much. is. That's what these platforms are. Yeah, well, okay. that's exactly and they're and they're like it's a part of a an agenda to basically collect uh, soul algorithms from everyone that is on their list. Wow. I suspect all three of us are on the list. <laughs> do, you, <laughs> do you want me to, uh, Lada, do you want me to send, or one of you guys, either one, do you guys want me to send you a copy of this? I found out how to Love it. transfer yes. And I can put it on your page. It's like, we, I don't have a problem ever yes. using anybody. As long as, it, as long as you do a podcast with me, I don't mind them using yep. my content. But then I have people taking some of my other interviews and I don't even know these people. I didn't do a show with them. And they're taking my whole interview and putting it on their page. I'm like, that's my art. That's my yeah. that's my art. Like it's wow. like if, if someone painted a picture and you just took it off the wall. But like with you guys, it's different because you contributed to this podcast and we did it together. So I don't mind using it. But I just think that's wrong that people are doing well, that. They're taking totally right. You know, it's crazy. But I don't like that guy. And then I turn around and I contact him and say, hey, you want to talk to me? No, 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 no. We don't want to talk to you. Yeah. <laughs> I, would love, I would love a copy, yes. And then I okay. can put it on my uh, YouTube. And, yeah. Rum in and Rumble and the other ones. Yeah, the other okay. shadow band ones that are not supposed to be. But um, <laughs> what I wanted to say is, is that you know, with you and with anybody I do an interview with, if they let me use the interview, I always do a nice intro you know, to let everybody know that this is where you need to go to watch more content. Yeah. Thank you. That's you, nice. I can never get out and it be, be heard by anybody because it's word of mouth with my channel. You actually have to share the link. And if they don't take the link down, then you can see it. <clears throat> I've yeah. actually had problems trying to share links lately um, where I where actually, you know, big tech intercepts the link and the link won't open or, or, if I send a link to somebody through YouTube, they can't, the link never shows up. Yeah. Well, it's because it's. Yeah. And it's big. Well, uh, <laughs> it's our friends. It's uncle Sam, uncle, uncle. Mm, Sam, yeah. Sam. Yep. Well, until next time guys. And thank you very much. Have a good night.